Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. Ty? Hi. Ty? Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. He's a cool cat, man. Superstitious bears. Superstitious bears. I got a little taco meat on my chest. I grabbed a handful of lunch meat and shoved it down my teammate's throat. I'm a former long snapper. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. At the Burlington... uh, I have no idea what the f*** just happened. Did not flub at all. It send it in. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to Pirate Radio Live here on a Wednesday. Clip Rock here with you inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Coming to you on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We are on 1250, 930, also online, PR927FM.com. And you can watch the show, be a part of the show on Facebook Live and YouTube. Head on over there, give us a like, subscribe, and be a part of the family. We got College World Series action going on on the tv as florida has a two to one lead over tcu as they play in the bottom of the third inning florida yet to lose tcu elimination game for them we keep you up to date on that on the buccaneer music hall school board presented by the buck got well he's not going to say it yet he hadn't been introduced coming up on today's show a lot of guests to get to including ken watlington coming up in about 20 minutes or so we'll talk baseball Talk about what else is going on in the world of sports. A little Big Rock recap as he was out at Moorhead City last week. So we'll talk to Ken Watlington coming up later on in this hour. Patrick Mason from the Daily Reflector joins us at 4 o'clock. We'll talk some pirate football. Got a uh, pirate joining us in the Pirate Radio studios coming up on Thursday. ECU quarterback Alex Flynn will be on the show coming up Thursday at 4 o'clock. So we'll talk about his offseason and his apparent battle uh, with Mason Garcia for the top spot. We were uh, hoping to have both of them on, but Mason is heading to the Manning Passing Academy. So that's why he is unable to join us coming up on Thursday. But uh, we will talk to Alex Flynn. So we'll talk to Patrick Mason about some pirate football, some baseball, and another draft chandler myself and patrick today are going to draft musical acts to fill out our summer festival we're going to create our own summer festival we're going to have five picks each and young joey again will be the mel kuyper and grade the picks which this this could be tough for for a judge because music and what you like is so subjective you're a lot younger than me you're younger than uh than patrick and a little younger than chandler but We'll see who you think has the best draft as we will fill out our summer music festival uh, coming up later on in today's show. At 5 o'clock, we'll continue our ECU football opponent previews today with Adam Witten from App State. We'll get to know the Mountaineers, talk some Thundering Herd football on Tuesday. We'll talk Gardner-Webb football on Thursday. Today, it's about app state and uh, we'll talk to adam coming up at five o'clock and at around 5 30 we will talk to the head football coach of the jh rose rampants former ecu wide receiver will bland will join us as they have a seven on seven tournament coming up next week so we'll talk about that and the off season with willie b coach bland uh, will join us here in the studio all right so that is what is on tap for today we have the former long snapper himself getting recognized 
by D1 Long Snappers. Chandler Honeycutt joining us today as audio producer, filling in for Shirley Rhodes this week. What's up, Chan Man? Hey, Clipper. Good to see you, buddy. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday to you. We also have intern Joey doing an awesome job on the video production side of things, and uh, he is here ready to roll on a Wednesday. And guys, the future is so bright, I had to put on my Orioles shades today. <laughs> they look like... Uh... <laughs> goggles <laughs> like ski goggles I know. Or like, yeah somebody asked uh they don't they look like regular glasses from the side but when you look at me i'm like whoa uh jamie says there's a champagne celebration happening in studio it does look like that after a championship yeah. when uh you put on the big thick glasses um so yeah got uh got some oreo swag today in uh delivered to the studio and uh i got these glasses it must be nice to have things delivered to you i had now some sick looking glasses well ellerby gave me something chandler that you know what i i'm willing to re-gift to you if you want it what is it so everybody can get a piece of the action i think it's sitting right over there on that table you can go grab it if you want it is and i don't know if i want to give this up but you are my buddy and i want you to have something it is well, I guess you could wear it like that, but I want it around the fanny. <laughs> Orioles fanny pack. Man, I hadn't had a fanny pack since 1993. It was like neon green. What was in it? Good question. Probably, <laughs> what did I need? I mean, I guess I had, so I was about 12, 13, had probably like 12 bucks. Okay. So maybe a wallet, probably some gum. Um,. I could probably fit my like yellow Sony Walkman in there that played cassette tapes. Oh, okay. So like, yeah, you put some some candy, some Jolly Ranchers. All the necessities for a thirteen year old. Yeah, I, I can't really think about what else I would have or need to have in there. Uh, but Chandler, I just want to say you're welcome. No problem. No problem. What do you mean no problem? Wait, I don't know. What, what are you saying? You're welcome for? I just gave you a fanny pack. Oh, I'm not accepting that. <laughs> Why not? I don't want it. If I, I mean, I'm just you ungrateful. It's not being ungrateful. It's just that somebody else that truly wants it could have it. I, why would I want it if I don't? Why would I take it if I don't want it? To be nice to the gift giver. But that's fine. If you don't want it, I'll. T- you know what, Joey? I wanted you to have it anyway. I, that's I wanted it anyway. Perfect. This works out great. There you go. See, Chandler. Congratulations, Joey. You you, you did the right thing, Chandler. You passed it on to somebody that did want it. Yeah. That's nice. That's a nice. See, he wanted it. What good would it have done to me to have it? Someone who doesn't want it. And Joey's sitting there at his house tonight, can't sleep because he's like, I really wanted that fanny pack. Yeah. I really wanted it. But now it belongs in the hands of somebody that doesn't even want the damn thing. But guess what? I said. You pass it along to somebody that wants Pay it. Pay it forward. That person is Joey. Joey. Appreciate you being so generous, Chandler. <laughs> I got your back, brother. All right. Who is ready for some Cleveland Guardians baseball? I am tonight, baby. I don't know if I've ever asked that or been ready for it. Uh, but we will all be tuned in tonight as former pirate and uh, former what, Chandler? From your neck of the woods. Kate Fear High School Colt. He's a former Colt. Gavin Williams. We'll be on the mound. It is cool and also not cool to go to ESPN.com, look at the schedule of games, see tonight's probable starters, and see Gavin Williams, G. Williams, With but it, 
He's he's grayed out. Yeah, he's there's no profile picture. No profile pick yet. No stats, of course, because he, this is he's making his debut. But Cleveland, a big favorite tonight over the A's. And uh Joey, we um so yesterday we picked home run hitters. I picked Ronald Acuna, you picked Kyle Schwarber, neither hit a home run. Braves beat the Phillies last night. Today you said you've got another prop for us. Oh yeah. What what prop is that? We have to ride the pirate. So no home run hitter today. But I'm going to take Gavin Williams over five and a half strikeouts on the debut. Man. Five and a half it's is a tall the order. number. It's yeah. a very tall order for But he's a, a tall guy. Game. Exactly. And he's a pirate guy, so I got he's faith a bird. in him. He's a bird. bird. Five and a half. I like that Man. number. He can get to six. Needs to have one or two in the first inning. Because how many – how about let's go uh, over under on innings tonight for Gavin. I'm going to go four and two-thirds over or under. I was going to go four and a third. So you're going just under. Just under, but man. Can he get five complete? No, Gavin Williams. I That's the right line now, I was going to set. He will be pitching in the fifth inning tonight. Absolutely. Well, that is the fifth inning. Right. Well, can he get through the fifth yeah. is the question. Yeah, he'll get through the fifth. Okay. Uh, let me see if I can pull up. If you rode with a former Pirate commit last night in Mackenzie Gore, you hit because I believe um, his line was set at six and a half strikeouts. He ended up with eight, eight or nine. Mm. But the Nats lose to the Cardinals nine to three. And oh. no Burley in the lineup last night. I was very disappointed. Also uh, saw Cliff Godwin was there, right? Yeah, it was good to see that picture with him and Gore. That was cool. Burley. Um Let's see. I think I got it here. Pulled up. So let's look at Gavin's starts. We'll go since uh since May began. We're in what? June now? Latest latest June. So since May, he's gone five innings, five and two thirds, three and two thirds, six, six and a third, five, four, and five. So he's right around that number in minor league baseball. Uh, of course, this is MLB debut, as I said with Mully yesterday. You could pick a lot, you know, worse teams to have your first start against than the A's. Like, that is a, a pretty friendly MLB debut, but it's still Major League Baseball. You got the nerves. You got all that. Chandler, uh, and I saw a video with Gavin talking about his cheering section that he's going to have. And uh, I know you you know a lot of those folks, but sounds like uh, he's going to have a nice – and we talked about it yesterday – Get ready for the crowd shot of the the parents, the grandparents. Be ready for a potential interview with his parents. Yeah, the, the old uh, sit in the stands, yeah. uh, kind of squat in the row and talk to the uh, the family yeah. during an inning. So uh, you'll see a lot of that and uh, hopefully an awesome debut for Gavin Williams tonight. It's going to be fun. Yeah, we'll be yeah. watching it at AJ Sports Trivia. Come on I, out. That, that's what I was going to say. It's just so – one, it's an exciting period to have a former Pirate, to have a guy that I've known for quite a while be in the, in the big leagues and uh, putting Stebman, North Carolina, on the map. And uh, uh, it's even more exciting to be watching it with my trivia buddies tonight at uh, AJ McMurphy's. By the way, uh, Sports Trivia tonight at AJ start at 8 o'clock. But get there early. Get there around 7 o'clock for first pitch. We'll be watching Gavin Williams take on – the A's in his major league debut. So looking forward to that tonight. It's gonna be fun. And uh to see him throwing on the mound and he's I mean he looks the part. He is a big dude. Anytime I can tweet out that picture of me and Gavin sitting in here and Gavin looks like my dad. 
It's uh, it looks like the uh, Aaron Judge Altuve picture, or Altuve uh, standing on second. No, Mark Ingram and uh, Derrick Henry. Yeah, <laughs> it looks like that picture. Like it looks like the perspective is messed up. But no, he's just that much bigger he's of a, a human dude. than I am. Uh, so we're uh, we're pulling for Gavin tonight. Also, something I lost in the shuffle a little bit yesterday with the Gavin Williams news was. Uh, CJ Mayhew getting called up to single A. So good luck to CJ, who will be playing for the Inland Empire 66ers. 66ers? Yeah, uh, in San Bernardino, California. I miss watching CJ in a pirate uniform. He was uh, he was a little bulldog. Yeah, he was a little pit bull. Had that, uh, that serious... We, we got him to crack a smile every now and then when he'd come on the show with us, but he was a pretty serious fella and uh wishing him the best of luck as well all right um jamie says playing the a's lost six in a row a's team leader in batting average is 264 Oof. so yeah that kind of goes to what i was saying there yeah, the whole organization is struggling right now uh true yeah they got more issues than just what's going on on the field yeah. i'm trying to get used to these glasses I don't wear you sunglasses. You look like a fly. How do y'all feel about sunglasses? You look like a fly. Are you are you saying I am fly? No, you're 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 looking fly, <laughs> but you look like an actual fly. Chandler, you're a sunglasses guy, right? Yeah, for the most part. Joey, how about you? Uh, not so much. I mean, if it's too bright when I'm driving, yeah, I'll just throw them on. But I, I never wear them, never worn them because, and I feel it now. I don't like the feeling I get here on the like. It gives me kind of a headache or something. And boy, it is really bright in here now that I, I take these say, babies now off. Now it's going to be really bright in there. But I might try to be a sunglasses guy now and just wear these giant Oriole sunglasses everywhere. If you need a break from them, I'll wear them. No, I'm not giving you crap. Yeah, if you can throw those in the fanny pack. <laughs> I mean, if anything, Joey <laughs> will get it. Chandler, you're done. You're cut off. All right. You don't accept my gifts? I'm sorry. I didn't want a fanny pack. <laughs> I'm so sorry that that's uh, you got glasses that I just didn't want a fanny pack. But guess what? I I I, did, I didn't lie. I, I, I I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna be honest with you. I didn't like the fanny pack. So <laughs> I, I know that I would have been I would have been lying to you if I said, oh, I like these. And I kept them. I accept your apology for saying sorry. You didn't want the fanny pack. I forgive, but I never forget. <laughs> Fair enough. Never. Hashtag never forget. All right. What else is going on in sports? You got say that Hornets hat. You got the draft tomorrow. Yeah. How are we going to blow this? I've been seeing a lot of Brandon Miller. Somebody said, I uh, saw an article. It was like, I don't know if it just said the history of Hornets number two picks or just the history of Hornets. It was like the Hornets have the number two pick in the draft. Let's look back and see their draft history. I was like, nope, let's not. Let's, I shut my computer down, threw it out the window not going to look at that article a lot of bad picks bad luck and everything in between with the hornets draft i'm seeing some reports you are our insider you had this gavin williams news williams news two days before anybody else i i will say this but apparently tomorrow night you thought michael jordan was out of things apparently he's going to get one more chance to pick a draft pick so cup check will make a pick but the final say-so will go to Michael Jordan because that's worked out in the past, hasn't it? So Michael Jordan, despite selling wait, the team. Wait, where are you seeing? I, what, wait, what? 
So he still has part something going he has, on. Yeah, he's, he's still, still a minority part. owner now, but uh, I guess he's going to still make the decision because I, I believe he's. I mean, he's been in the draft process this whole time. Why would he just give it up now? But the final say so will go to Michael Jordan tomorrow night. So I'd feel more comfortable if they gave it to Jake Cole than Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> or who's the other guy you said? Eric Church. Eric Country Church. Singer. Get Church and Cole in there. Yeah, Church was the he was the country singer who canceled his uh, concert to make sure he made it for the last uh, Duke and UNC game. For oh yeah. yeah, this coming from Steve Reed about two hours ago. Steve Reed, a sports writer for the Associated Press in Charlotte, he covers the Panthers, the Hornets, and some college hoops and football. He says Hornets GM Mitch Kupchak said he will make the draft picks, but Michael Jordan is still in control of the team through draft and free agency. New ownership will have a say in decisions, too. So. Well, I don't know. It, it, whatever. It doesn't matter. I mean, they're going to go with Scoot or Miller and just hope it, it pans out. What's the uh, betting favorite say right now, Chandler? Do we have any odds? Let's see if I can pull some up. I know my roommate, who's very big in the NBA, I know he mentioned something to me as, uh, saying Scoot was, I believe, minus 110 to be the number two pick. Um, well, I mean, that, uh, that's pretty much even then. So, him yeah. and Miller are pretty much even. Yeah. I'm reading right now, FanDuel Sportsbook odds. <laughs> number one overall pick, minus 50,000, Victor Wembenyama. Smart uh, bet. Number two, minus 650, Brandon Miller. Wow. And plus 370, Scoot Henderson. Yeah, there you go. And then everybody else is plus 12,000 and above. Brandon Miller, you're a Hornet. Chandler, you're going to have to wrap your brain around that. I mean, we could use his I'm trying to do that right now. Sure. Not off the field, off the court, but on the court. Top three order, Wimbayama, Miller, Henderson, minus 315. Wimbayama, Henderson, Miller, plus 150. Everywhere you look, it looks like Brandon Miller is the guy. You're shaking your head. I'm just I'm set on scoot. You're set I, on I'm scoot. scoot. I'm boot scoot boogieing right now. You're gonna have to scoot. What's on. your reasoning behind scoot though? He watched YouTube highlights. He he is built like an animal. Don't get me wrong, and he's super athletically. Some talented. say I'm built like an animal, just <laughs> the wrong kind of animal. But what is, like what for you, Chan? Like I just think him and Lamelo could be like literally a franchise changing duo. Just them two, and I think at, at, even at the two guard. I think he's able to do things that a three and a four can do combined, True. even at the two. And so it'd be he nice. can drive the lane. He can rebound. He's fast. He has good vision. Good creates separation. I mean, he's a team player. He's not going to hog the ball. I mean, you watch his highlights. He's making fantastic shots, making shots, making deep shots, making shots beyond the arc, driving the lane. Um, and he's also plays great defense as well. He's a very scrappy defensive player. And uh, but the the biggest thing is that he's not a, he's not a selfish player. Uh, he distributes the basketball very well, and I I, I like uh, I like the way he plays basketball. And uh, he's a very young very young talent at the age of nineteen. Oh yeah, Brandon Miller has uh, some issues to resolve. What do you mean to resolve? I mean I feel like that cloud is still over his head. Is it not? Yeah, it'll probably the be there for a long time. I mean it was over. Ray Lewis's head for a long time when he was in a pretty similar spot, right? Yeah. Where he didn't really commit the act, but he was surrounded. He by was him. around yeah. it. What's the deal with Miles Bridges? <laughs> I think he'll be a Hornet next year. Yeah. He's still making music. 
yeah i don't know it's uh it's a mess and hopefully hopefully uh whoever they do pick will be a player we'll talk about that with ken wellington when he joins us here in the pirate radio studios uh what else is going on on this wednesday ton of day baseball today run over some scores real quick uh rays beat the o's today seven to two that final orioles got them last night but the rays come back and win today toronto beat miami six to three cubbies over the pirates eight to three reds win again five to three the cincinnati Redlegs have won 11 straight baseball games my goodness and they're on top of the nl central also going on right now the mets lead the astros in the third inning four to two those scores on the buccaneer music hall scoreboard presented by the buck the buck all right, two to one in Omaha, Florida, leading TCU. Keep an eye on that one. We'll take a timeout. Ken Watlington will join us when we return from WNCT Channel 9, and we'll roll on on Pirate Radio Live here on a Wednesday. Big show on tap. Patrick Mason will join us. Adam Witten with an App State preview. And J.H. Rose, head coach, former ECU wide receiver Will Bland, will be in studio as well. All ahead on Pirate Radio Live, and we want to hear from you. Hit us up on facebook youtube and twitter we've got a dad joke from eric that we'll get to when we return after this Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, Pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back to the program. The best place in Greenville to unwind after work and have fun is AJ McMurphy's. AJ's has daily food and drink specials and an awesome patio, perfect for some outdoor dining. There's something for everyone every weeknight, including sports trivia with their very own Clip Brock. AJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday with no cover and brunch every Sunday. Make the day and AJ's day. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's your host, Clip Brock. All right, that is the former long snapper, Chandler Honeycutt, intern Joey here as well. Chandler got a shout out. We talked about it off the air. I don't think we mentioned it in segment one, but Tyler just brought it up on YouTube. We'll get to that in a moment. Uh, we have Ken Watlington joining us in studio. Hello, Ken. What's going on, y'all? Uh, that's what we're trying to figure out and what we're going to talk about. We got college. Happy mid June. Yeah but there's got, stuff to talk about. there is stuff there's a little major league debut going on tonight yeah there's yeah. the nba draft coming up soon there you go there's keep it going the red hot atlanta braves name seven more and the redder hot red cincinnati red legs <laughs> who by the way guess who they host this weekend the braves the atlanta braves that'll be a good series so maybe it'll be a couple of winning streaks on the line now that said <laughs> that the braves will lose tonight but whatever uh we gotta head out to the i, I know Eddie, chandler i know jonathan we gotta take this call <laughs> but hey he's being a good producer good work jonathan ellerby joining us on the pirate radio live line what's up ellerby what's up clipper how are you i'm good but i need some appliances do you have any uh ideas on what i should do well if you need some appliances i've got the easiest and best place for you to come and that's the appliances superstore 
one of our newest advertisers on Pirate Radio, and they're having their ribbon cutting tonight. You know, Gavin Williams making his debut tonight. The Appliances Superstore, they've been open for a while, but they're officially doing their ribbon cutting and grand opening. And, uh, man, what a place out here. I'm here with Frank Lee. And, uh, Frank, congratulations. What a great place. And uh, I know you're excited about your ribbon cutting tonight. Thank you, Jonathan. Yes, we're very excited. Uh, we like helping customers. We like making buying appliances easy. We're here from 4 to 6 tonight. Come see us. Sometimes you may go to the big box stores and uh, not get any help and uh, not figure out what to do. But uh, Frank's uses the word easy, and it is easy out here. You, you guys offer delivery. You have, what, 12,000 square feet of appliances and, and everything out here for them to look at, too. Right. Delivery and installation. We've got a good team ready to help you. We have a good sales team to meet you and greet you and walk you through the process of buying what you want to buy at a great price. And uh, you have uh, all the names, you too. So, I mean, it's just it, it, whatever someone's looking for, you can definitely help them out. We do. We have GE. We have Whirlpool. We have Samsung. We have KitchenAid. We have great selection of appliances in stock. We have over 200 refrigerators in stock. And now we're also selling golf carts. Come see us. Lots of great stuff going on out here at the Appliances Superstore. Man, it is incredible. You can just walk around, get great help from Frank and his team. So uh, be sure to look them up on the internet, give them a call. And uh, as I said, I mean, maybe maybe your your fridge is on the fritz, or your washer and dryer is not working so great, or, or you got a rental house. Uh, you, Frank, you can take care of them. Tell everybody where you are and uh, the best way to get up with you. We're at 4660 North Creek Drive in Greenville, which is right behind the new DMV off of 264. Come see us. You can't miss. And uh, is it easy, Frank? It's easy. We make buying appliances easy. Cliff, it's just that easy. Uh, I know you guys have fun on the show today, but uh, come out and uh, see Frank when you get a chance. Maybe uh, he'll give you a ride on one of these awesome new golf carts. All right. I like it. Well, thanks, uh, Ellerby and Frank. Appliances Superstore. And, man, I think we've had to resuscitate our washer-dryer about 12 times. Yeah. It's uh, It's not fun. On its last leg, so I might be seeing him soon. (laughs) And uh, looking at some of those awesome appliances at the Appliances Superstore. All right, um, so I got to address uh, Stephen's question on Facebook. He asked if I had eye surgery today because I was wearing these sweet Orioles uh, sunglasses that were dropped off. I've been uh, I've been uh, tasked with the operation from one Zach Maskovich to steal those <laughs> oh, yeah? from you Dang. for him. I, so I said I'll work on it. I, and I don't know if you missed uh, segment one. I offered Chandler an Orioles fanny pack. He declined. He did not accept, said he didn't want it. Is it because of the team or for the fanny? Great question. If it was a Nationals fanny pack, would you have accepted it? I would have. Are you anti-Orioles? Are you anti-fanny pack? I think I'm anti-Oriole. No, I'm not anti-Oriole. I hate team more teams in the uh, MLB. It's probably more I'm just anti-fanny. Yeah. You got enough fanny going on? Yeah. For- <laughs> I've got enough fanny. I don't need more fanny. And shout out to Chandler, whose uh, fanny used to be high in the air during football games when he was snapping those balls back to the punter, the former long snapper. Got a shout out from ECU's long snapper on Twitter uh, last night, Chandler. I'm a former long snapper, so I love talking about this position. I'm a former specialist myself. I used to long snap. All right, I'm going to talk about my favorite part of football, special teams. uh, That's the truth? You mean that? I'm a former long snapper. Oh, shoot. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
the only person in media day history <laughs> to talk about himself more than we got to know the players no nah, i feel like brian bailey's done that <laughs> uh but chandler you got your uh would you say you got some flowers your flowers last I, night i think i got as my the kids flowers. Say? um so this was alex harper who said chandler was the greatest long snapper to ever grace god's green earth people may forget but i don't and i uh, had linked a video to chandler talking about his long snapping days that's got to be cool to be recognized by your peers yeah absolutely i mean alex me and alex go back uh, a long time we used to compete against each other um when he was at rosewood uh which is uh, in the goldsboro goldsboro area i went to lakewood which is around where i'm from and uh we were actually kind of we were uh conference rivals really i was gonna say who's got who had the edge back in high school because now he's a d1 long snapper i mean and you're where you are yeah which is great but when it comes to our teams now we did beat rosewood twice in one year in the Mm. regular season and that's to your long snapper (laughs) yes so you said y'all had a a rivalry y'all go you and alex went head to head like when you snapped it did you like look over the sideline yeah see that dart (laughs) stared him down see that pearl (laughs) just walked but we also went to the rubio long snapping camps as, as well together so i actually was I want to say the one that kind of told him, hey, you need to try Rubio. Um, so he ended up coming to do some Rubio camps with me. Okay, cool. I think today's bit is we just keep talking about this and keep Ken here till four and not talk to him at all. What do you think? I, I love listening to Ken Wallington, so I, I deny okay. that. Okay, all right. We'll talk just to like Ken. I, I am more than prepared just to sit here. Because <laughs> you know what? <laughs> there's a lot worse things i could be doing this is like a break for you You get to hang out watch baseball watch a little baseball and listen to some just stimulating conversation <laughs> about <laughs> long snap absolutely i love it uh ken let's do some recapping before right. we look ahead and we had ashley blue on from yeah. the sensation on monday and that show was a sensation because people care about this stuff no doubt about it. It, it. People cared about it no matter what, but then we had the drama that was added in the last two yeah. days of the tournament, and it spilled into Sunday, and then people couldn't stop talking about it Monday. It's a story that spread all over the country, all over the world. I had friends uh, up in Ohio I used to work with. They've texted me about two things this week. What's up with the Big Rock and what's up with Gavin Williams? Cool. So, yeah. you know, they, they want to know about stuff that's happening here in Eastern North Carolina. How was it feel like to be at the epicenter of the sports world right here in Greenville, North Carolina? It was. Our buddy Garrett Short at <laughs> Channel 9 did live shots with network news, you know, talking about the big rock. Really? And, you know, I mean, it's it was it was a big deal. Yeah. And it was, uh, you know, unfortunate situation for the guys that got disqualified. But you hear people say that the rules are the rules. Yeah. It's that and the other. It's just... Uh, but boy, talk about drama. That was it. It was. And and man, the scene as they pulled the boat in yeah. for their it's almost like a buzzer beater last second oh, catch type thing. And you were there uh last week, right? I was there Thursday when absolutely nothing happened. Oh good. Nothing. Okay. Nothing. <laughs> was it Friday when like all the boats went out, yep. I think? Yeah, no, Friday. So Thursday and nobody went out? No, Thursday maybe 75 of okay but no no action really no blues were bought to, brought to the scales but no. again a lot worse things you could be doing absolutely i'm out at the beach it's sunny i'm wearing weird hats you know trying to be silly so it was it was it was a good day pike said send the fishermen they got the bad break of the big rock to fish out that titanic sightseeing yeah, submarine submarine it's a submersible. Submersible. So it's a little baby submarine type of thing. I have not followed this at all. I understand it's going on. Yeah. I've seen a lot of references references to it. I saw that were they controlling it with like a 
PlayStation controller. I think or that's something. what it was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Actually, what you used to play Pong with on the Atari. They just, <laughs> they just got that going left. Like and right. the joystick. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So what's the story? Are you following that? Kid? I am. We've been uh, talking about the last couple of days. Actually, some crews from the Coast Guard station up in Elizabeth City are out as part of the search effort. Uh, it's a small little, I think five people were on this submersible. Oh my goodness. So there's people on it. Yeah. And they paid in excess of $250,000 to be on it. Cool. Yeah. Uh, it's called the Titan. So if you're going to look at the Titanic on something called the Titan, it seems like maybe you're tempting fate. Yeah. yeah just, really? Some things are meant to be left alone, right? <laughs> just that one of them, I guess. Yeah. I mean, wow. All right. So yeah. Well. 13,000 feet below the sea. That I can't wrap, that's, that's a wrap my brain around that. Yeah. You know, scary situation. Hopefully, it turns out for the best, though. No doubt. Um, you mentioned the Braves earlier. Jamie yeah. says Ellie De La Cruz is coming for Acuna. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> Relax on that a little bit. But what about Michael Harris? What about Ozzy Albies? What about Matt Olson? What, what about, about the rest I mean, of them? I mean, one through nine, they've just been lighting it up lately. That is a cool story to see the Reds winning uh, at the clip no, that that's they great. are right now. Yeah, we got a. Uh, uh, guy in, in charge of our digital and website at the station, Jason Boyd, big time Reds fan. And usually he's like, oh, they suck again, they suck again. But lately he's got, he's got a little pep in his step. No doubt. First place uh, in the NL Central right now and uh, winners again today against the Colorado Rockies. Uh, we will keep an eye on what's going on in Omaha. How much you watching uh, College World Series action, Ken? I've definitely had it on in the background when yeah. I can. I mean, it's just such a cool time of the year to be able to watch some of this stuff. And, you know, maybe the team to beat right now is from right here in North Carolina in Wake Forest. I lose a lot of interest when ECU is out, but I got to say, I, n- not much more I love than watching live sports while at work. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> it's, it's a good gig. Championship week. And the NCAA tournament's the greatest thing ever because yeah. there's games on all day. And, and it, that Thanksgiving week is very underrated with all those tournaments. Yeah, yeah. The games on all the time. In Puerto Rico yeah. and everywhere. So it is awesome background noise, background yeah. viewing, and the games have been really good, been uh, really, really intense. Good games, yeah. And Wake is – so they were came into this thing – just scoring 15 runs a game well now they're doing it with their pitching which they've had all year long and haven't needed to score a lot of runs but still winning baseball games first world series for them since what 1955 or something like that and you don't think about wake forest when it comes to baseball but the last couple years they built something special and and here they are on the precipice of where there were three wins away from winning the whole thing got the bayou Bengals tonight seven o'clock on espn wake forest and lsu florida right now with a two to one lead as they head into the sixth inning florida wins they are in the championship final series uh tcu wins they'll play the gators again so if wake forest and florida win today We'll have no baseball until Saturday, I believe. I think that's right. Yeah. Yep. Start Saturday at 7. Just flashed up on the screen. There you You're go. You're a genius. I am a genius. So 7 o'clock uh, will be game one of the final series. Best of three. All right. Let's get a break in. We'll come back more with Ken Watlington from WNCT Channel 9. We'll talk a little NBA draft and look at what else is going on in the world of sports when we return. Pirate Radio Live. Oh, I forgot Eric's joke. Hey, Clip, I do enjoy being above average in height, but I have to hand it to short people because they can never reach anything on their own. Mm, All right. It's a joke. There you go. Thank you, Eric. (laughs) Back with more after this.
You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back to the show. Drive a little and save a lot at Washington Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Washington Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram has great selection of new and pre-owned vehicles, plus offers services to all makes and models in a state-of-the-art facility. Drive a little and save a lot with a short trip to Washington Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram on Highway 264 in Washington and Washington Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram.com. I'll let's head back into PRL. Here's your host, Clip Brock. All right. Thank you, Chan Man. Got intern Joe Wee hanging out. Got Ken Watlington, WNCT Channel 9. And we got some uh, breaking news. Joey, uh, where'd you see this, Joey? On Twitter, uh, it was... What, how do you pronounce his name, Chandler? Rocco. No, we don't say that name anymore on this show. Oh, show. okay, got you. Uh, well, Rocco, <laughs> he said, I uh, announced a multi-team event with East Carolina. An MTE. Love those. So it is Rocco Miller, and Rocco Miller is a college hoops bracketologist. Oh, is he? Analyst. Did he go to school for that? I don't know, but it sound, he should be Dr. Rocco. How, long, how, <laughs> can, how many years do you have to go to school to become an official bracketologist? you got to go to Joey Buckets U for uh, about six and a half years, I think. All right. But he is saying that Joey Buckets, a, Joey Brackets, I'm sorry. We knew you, man. Yeah. Lenardi and his awesome yeah. hair. Yeah, but there, he is announcing that there is multi-team event, which is an MTE. Um, East Carolina is finalizing deals to host the ECU Classic, a three-game MTE fe- featuring Kennesaw State, Georgia Southern and Northeastern per sources. All games are to be played at Williams Arena November nineteenth uh, through the twenty first, and it will be a round robin. He also has the hashtags: hashtag AAC, hashtag ASUN, hashtag Sunbelt, and then hashtag CAA. Thank you for reading those hashtags. Mike Schwartz was on this program, and we were talking about these tournaments and coach. Where are you going this year? You're going to be playing in some ballroom in a hotel in yeah. Florida, or? Uh, are we finally getting East Carolina to Maui? No, no, not quite. But he said, hey, what if uh, we, we've been thinking about hosting one of these events? Do you think there will be interest? And I was like, well, me and Chandler are interested. There's two. You got two logged in. I know my dad will go. That's three. Let's get some of those. I guess uh, there was enough interest to where East Carolina will be hosting this event, and that'll be three days of basketball against three different opponents. And, from three different conferences and so i'm in it's a good mix yeah it's a great uh be prepares for the ncaa tournament run it's three home games too which yeah. which helps a lot you know you you get to build that excitement early in the season hopefully you can win some of these games uh, the only team i'm really familiar with is northeastern there in the ca with UNCW. and pretty good right they were not so good last year okay so all but, right but good. historically even better pretty good <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh yeah i mean not the most attractive teams i've ever heard from on that list but you know home games uh yeah i'll take that what was the dates can you pull that up again Nin- the november 19th through the 21st all right so very early on 19th 20th and 21st so part uh, of feast week a little ah, yeah, a little preseason college basketball regional right here in uh kind of like a regional for baseball except preseason i like it that would be that'd be a pretty good regional northeastern was was good in baseball this year yeah wasn't kennesaw state really good recently or did i make that uh, up i don't know <laughs> I might but do you feel like the up. two Georgia schools got to be okay, right? Yeah. Georgia Southern made it, I think. If I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure Kennesaw State was in the tournament last year. I feel like uh, that, that rings a bell to me. All right. So, uh, all right. Good news. Joey, thank you for bringing that to our attention. 
let's see so they weren't kennesaw state was not good this year but in 2022 they were are we talking baseball 36 and 28 that's no, pretty good talking you're talking hoops yeah I was talking hoops. they definitely were in hoops because i remember talking to uh blake harrell about it who used to be there but they had gone from like one win in 2019 to uh like 30 wins this year and made yeah made the basketball tournament good good call so yeah i'm fired up for this thing what are we calling it the pirate ecu classic the ecu classic hopefully that name changes over the years hopefully we keep doing that all right it's a good start though yeah i'm down all right uh yesterday guardians talk at guardians talk tweeted right-hander gavin williams the guardians number one pick in the 2021 draft and then they said the school's name oh boy and we we've heard eastern a lot before (laughs) i'd never heard this one before easter carolina (laughs) praise the pirates gavin williams has risen to major league baseball (laughs) easter carolina uh had some fun with that but i saw a good comment uh i just saw it now that i didn't see earlier mr juan on twitter said we have no one to blame but ourselves and had a picture of ecu in the easter purple yeah the the peeps peeps uniforms (laughs) so uh easter carolina that's a new one but uh, big Gav throwing tonight for the Guardians when they take on the Oakland Athletics. Gav on his way to becoming the American League Rookie of the Year. Just throwing it out there. You know, last year at the beginning <laughs> he of the year. Hasn't thrown one pitch in the major leagues yet. <laughs> I'm crowning him Rookie of the Year. Look, you want to throw a hot hey, take? If it happens, pull, if it's a strike. Pull, pull this back up. First if it doesn't happen, strike. you know what? There's a lot of talent in Major League Baseball. Chandler, you remember early last year? I said uh, when I was, uh, I think I was still the future at that point, Mr. Future. Yeah. I had my Kansas future, my Rams future, you know. And I said, Mackenzie Gore, Rookie of the Year. And it looked good for about a month, two months and kind of faded after that and i would have lost but um i had a similar prediction last year and mckenzie gore's actually pitched well uh, in his time in major league baseball but gavin now i have interest ken in the guardians winning games because i want to see gavin in the postseason yeah i want to see connor norby get that late season call up and maybe get some ab's for the o's in the playoffs and all that is uh possible right now that'd be fun uh, yeah, AL Central is not very good. So, no, so the, I was going to say uh, twins. Keep calling them the Indians. They're the Guardians now. The Guardians winning that division is is not far fetched. Guardians are four games under five hundred and one game back in the division. Oh, gotta love it. So that tells you uh, about all you need to know about the AL Central. Ken, uh, what's going to happen with the Hornets on Thursday night? I think they have to make a decision. And I think it starts with Lamelo Ball. Is Lamelo Ball going to be the guy you want with the ball? in the future and if you say no then you take scoot henderson if you say yes you probably take brandon miller how do you feel about that chandler chandler won't scoot i won't scoot can you have both of them though because they're kind of similar players and who do you get rid of to to let him play is terry rozier Rozier. i could see that but at that point i'm just i'm fine with that but i mean i i kind of see your point of you know Lamelo still having the ball in his hands but I mean, that would have Brandon Miller being that guy, I guess, down low. And yeah. Joey did say, I mean, this team has lacked size, and I'm like, well, I feel like we've lacked size for so long now, yeah. but uh, I, I don't know. I Does guess. Mark Williams have an NBA future? I think so. I think I think he should, he should have promised last year. Jalen Duran. I remember screaming at the TV last year. It, that pick should have been Jalen Duran. 
But listen, next year you got Mark Williams, who got a lot of playing time last year, is going to take that next step. You got uh, Miles Bridges. He's coming back, apparently, or something. I don't know. I heard that, that it's a possibility that Miles Bridges will play for the Hornets this season. And if that happens, the year, the last year he actually played, he was really good. I know. He was really coming into his own. So it worries me a little bit with that. If we pick Brandon Miller, that kind of indicates a little bit. Small forward coming in to replace maybe a small forward. So it'd be a... And you guys think Gordon Hayward's probably on the back end of his career, so maybe oh, Miller. Well, yes, but, <laughs> but but he's locked in for how many more years? Oh, yeah. uh, so, you know. Classic Jordan move. Yeah. But the new folks, the new regimes coming in, of course, after the draft and after free agents. What did you say? Uh, J. Cole and Eric Church about yeah, to J. be Cole. the decision yeah. makers? Yeah. yeah. No, J. Cole. That's yeah. fine. I'm, I'm cool with that. I uh, couldn't tell you a J. Cole song. Really? Nah. Uh, I'm, uh, uh, I stopped listening to rap in 1999-ish, I guess. That was a great year for uh, DMX. Give up! <laughs> what? Big what? DMX guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jay-Z was big in 99. Hard yeah, Knock Life. I was never a big Jay-Z guy. I liked his stuff. Uh, big Pimpin' I was a huge fan of back in the day. So basically when a Tribe Called Quest broke up, you're like, I'm done with rap. Pretty much. Okay. That was the I defining mean, I line. It. I get it. Uh, so yeah, couldn't tell you much. I um, who did I like recently? You mentioned uh, Ray. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are they even considered rap? Ray Shrimmin or whatever they're oh, called. Ray Shrimmin. Ray, Shrimmer. Yeah, Ray yeah. Shrimmer. The Black Beatles guys. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, something about those guys I liked. I saw them on uh, Dan Levitard one day doing an interview, <laughs> and they were wearing sunglasses like this okay. and just having a good time in life. And I was like, you know what? They got it figured out. Good for them. There we go. Wish I could have that lifestyle. You got it. Huh? I didn't know he had some, too. Oh, yeah. I'm passing them out to everybody that um, would appreciate them. Zach Maskovich, if you're watching or listening, you're not getting them. <laughs> what, Chandler? I just didn't want the fanny pack. I want the sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you're passing out the fanny packs, I don't want nothing to, I don't want nothing to do with it. Yeah. But you're passing out those cool sunglasses. How about this? There was a pair of these glasses in the fanny pack. They could have been yours. Now, okay, are you Grab serious? bag. No, I'm not serious. But that would have been funny. <laughs> yeah, that would have been, been a plot twist. All right, uh, Ken, uh, what else is going on? Uh, you know, here's something. Will Bland joining us yep. in hour three. Yep. Rose has, uh, I believe, some kind of seven-on-seven seven tournament next week. That's pretty cool. I believe Havelock will be there. So yeah. just a little taste of football, which uh, gets me going a little bit. And then uh, kind of the big news that came out in the last couple of days is Tory Nowell steps down as Newburn's head coach. Saw that, yeah. Uh, they won and the 4A state championship. He had championship. built that thing back yeah. up quick. He was 43-7 uh, and seven in his 50 Damn. games at Newburn. And he was in the state championship game in his last year at Pamlico. So he's won everywhere he's been. We'll see where he lands next. But, you know, that could affect Rose. That, I mean, obviously Rose, Conley, South Central... Uh, are in the conference with Newburn, so we'll see how that shakes out with uh, football coming up uh, <laughs> about two months from now. It's it's getting here. In high school football, uh, I don't know. It seems like a guy stays at one place for forty years, or a coach stays or for they two bounce years. Around, yeah. There's not a ton of in between, right? Uh, in high school football uh, around these parts, but uh, Tory now a uh, very he's still young, uh, very he young is. coach, and 
an up and comer. So uh, super generous with the media was always you know uh, yeah. super polite. I like and talking and to accommodating him. when we stuck a microphone in his face before a game or after a game, and uh, just just a good guy to be around. And uh, you know we'll see what happens. Though the word is he's headed to some larger city for maybe a bigger job, uh, something maybe having to do with being closer to his wife's family. So mm-hmm. we'll see we'll see where he lands. Hey, that's more uh, barbecue for us at Parker's coming up in the. Uh, well, they will have a coach, so the coach will be there. I'm so. hoping he's a real <laughs> a little skinny guy. I'm hoping he's shy and doesn't want to talk to the media. I hope he's a big fitness up. freak. Yeah, Brian Bailey will scare him off. So. <laughs> Speaking of fitness freaks, Brian Bailey. BB, yes, sir. All right, Ken, uh, good stuff, man. Appreciate Thanks for it. joining us today. Yep. Once again, I, I kind of look back when we're wrapping it up with you and, and ask myself, what have we accomplished today? We, we're just uh, we're, we're talking the talk and walking the walk. That's all we're you doing know. here. It's the summer, man. It is. And um, I'm going to keep teasing Ken's MLB ballpark rankings, yes. which we'll get to. I've That'll got... be a great July. Also, um, on the worst day in sports, the Wednesday after the All Star game, where yes. there's zero, we, we always play Pirate Radio Survivor that day. And um, we'll be doing that, and hopefully you'll be here live with us as we play. Okay. But it's a uh, it's a simulator. Yeah. So you put in the names, the tribes, and it simulates show by show all the competitions. Uh, people link up. People get in fights. <laughs> Morgan Ehlers had to be uh, medically evacuated one year uh, out in the oh, jungle. So, gosh. Um, and we ad-libbed the whole time. Yeah, we, we, so it tells us what happened. Ken Wildington and Chandler Honeycutt had a fight at camp, and then we we make up why Somebody that fight happened. Somebody got shanked. <laughs> in which way? I don't know. <laughs> we gotta, we'll figure it out. Stay uh, but uh ken you'll be a part of that um right. you'll be in the game hopefully you'll be here live to right. talk about it so. when are, that's uh july mid-july ish yeah I w- one of the teens like right after yeah. uh right the day after right the after all-star game after acuna wins uh all-star mvp okay cool who's the i guess we haven't had our derby announcements yet have we uh, we have not but yeah. acuna is the leading vote getter in major league baseball right now Acuna, you remember when he was in the derby and was hitting line drive opposite field home runs? Yeah. Like usually he had home run derbies. It's just pulled yeah. moonshots. He was in like line drive oppo home runs. It was awesome. He, the way he's hit home runs during games this year would be great. Home run derby home runs because he's been crushing ball. Yeah, the the analytic stats whatever say that the Braves are the hardest hitting team in baseball by yeah. far. Right, yeah, Matt Olson's been crushing the ball. He either yeah. strikes out or hits at five hundred feet. Yeah, uh, they have been fun to watch yes. this year. Thank you, Ken. Yep. Enjoyed it. Enjoy Appreciate your sunglasses. <laughs> Thank you. Don't give any to Zach Maskovich. Zach Maskovich, these are mine. Yep. There you go. We'll take a break. Come back. P Mace, Patrick Mason joins us on the other side. We'll talk a little pirate football. MLB, a little bit of everything in between, and the Pirate Radio Draft. Today's topic, we are, this would have been a good one for Ken, we are building our summer music festival, so we're drafting bands, musicians. I got J. Cole and Eric Church. All right, he's going all Hornets all the time. Didn't Nelly have something to do with the he Hornets did. I think he's while? still a minor. minor we could do an all Hornets uh, concert. All right, we'll take a break. P-Mace is here. Back with you after this. When you get close to me, baby, my tongue goes numb. Sounds like blah, blah, blah. You're listening.
listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back to the program. Thinking about taking out tonight? Familia can make everything real easy for you with a great selection of Italian food and more. Visit FamiliaNC.com to see the full menu featuring pizzas, pastas, salads, and homemade desserts. Place your order online or call 689-6330 and Familia will have your order ready in their convenient drive through window for pickup. Finish up a busy day with a great dinner for yourself or your family with Familia. Familia on Fire Tower Road near Pitt Community College. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's your host, Flip Rock. Back with you on the program here on a Wednesday. Jake Fisher is the senior NBA reporter for Yahoo Sports. Let's look at his full bio. No cap room. Ball, at ball don't lie. And he wrote a book. Built to lose. How the NBA's tanking era changed the league forever. Uh, he says, hearing that Danilo Gallinari is being included in the developing three-team trade talks between Boston, LA, and Washington with Gallinari on track to head to the Wizards. I would love to do a is this guy still in the nba and just have a list of names and we have to say yes or no i mean i hadn't heard that name i don't know if, is he still relevant i don't know um but there's a laundry list of guys who are still in the nba that i had no clue and i'm trying to think of who no ish smith won a championship I mean, it makes sense that he's still around i guess but a lot of guys that i had long forgot about that are still getting paid uh to ride the pine or play a few minutes in basketball it's a good life if you can get it i was not tall athletic or didn't have the work ethic to live out those dreams patrick mason you are a former swimmer yep did you ever have olympic dreams yeah I had... michael phelps and uh ryan lochte and they were doing their thing when i was in high school like 2008 were they your heroes patrick yeah like i don't know about heroes but michael phelps was huge when like... michael phelps got busted for smoking pot did it ruin your life did you cry that day no i not at all actually <laughs> maybe you liked him more yeah just i don't know he just he just i think it just made him seem more human yeah like he just seemed like a regular guy doing that remember that relay event and uh when they won the gold and like phelps went nuts yeah super crazy like, that was a that was a great american sports moment that, it truly was to win eight gold medals like that and like he needed help from his relay mates too for like i think three of those medals so it was pretty cool i think there was a dude from nc state on that team if i'm not mistaken yeah you could be right i could be right i could be wrong uh patrick what do you think about gavin getting the start for the guardians tonight i think that's awesome yeah i think it's cool too when you get pulled up to to get your major league debut and you know about it ahead of time like hey we're gonna pull you up and you're gonna start this day versus like hey we need an extra body and you might get in for like a pinch hit appearance or something you always wonder too if these and you know starter his whole baseball career pretty much but how does it translate to the pros a lot of these elite starters you see start in the bullpen or whatever and uh but no he is a, a starter from day one uh in professional baseball and will be a starter tonight for the guardians did you get to see him pitch or was he before you he was before me yeah so i just heard about him but, yeah you know just because just that this is the team i watch a lot the white Sox, they do this too they'll draft starters but they'll rush them to the big leagues and they'll throw out of the pen yeah. so i think it's kind of cool that they just said hey you're going to be a starter and you know this is your your career path no doubt and uh he will be taking on the oakland athletics tonight who are 
not very athletic. No, nineteen very... and fifty-six on the year. Yeah, he could get his first win. You know, they're they're pretty bad. Do you think they change the name if they go to Vegas? Probably. What are you going to be the Vegas Athletics? The Vegas A's? It is a pretty iconic name and logo. That A's logo. It definitely is. And like I, they, they kept the Raiders name, and it looks good because the whole stadium's black and. It kind of fits the mold they got something to do with an elephant too like yeah, yeah and so i didn't know that i, I caught a game out in uh, oakland on a family trip uh, i think i was in high school so it was like mid 2000s and uh it blew me away i was like i didn't know anything about this this elephant kind of thing and i don't know it was pretty cool but so, they, had, they had the entire top deck like roped off like they put a tarp over it like right. they weren't even trying to sell those tickets back then yeah it's gross um one of the hats along with that white socks one that i wear a lot that i wanted to get was that one right there 2019 spring training cap and it's just a white elephant on the front of a green hat that would have been good in the hat draft looking back on i it. know it's kind of cool like i would i would definitely rock that and they were really tough to find they never had my size i don't even know if i could even find I, they're, they're difficult to locate gotta but, find uh, a snapback or something i really like that hat with the, it's just an elephant just the outline of an elephant on a hat yeah i like it and it looks cool all right uh patrick coming up at four o'clock on thursday we're going to talk to alex flynn hey who may or may not see some snaps this year may or may not see some snaps week one against michigan yeah to be determined i would say may just if you, if, you had to, if you had to grill me right now all right new game may or may not i like it how do i word this <laughs> yeah alex flynn may get some snaps against michigan may or may not i'm gonna say may all right there you go <laughs> it's gonna be may and we were gonna have both qbs on but mason garcia is heading to the manning passing academy hey there you go so uh he will not be around but uh looking forward to this be my first chance to talk to alex and what's it like being a a third stringer kind of buried behind a starter who has been here forever and hold nailers what's it like coming out of uh, what's it like hearing that mason garcia is going to be the starter when holton leaves and he's like well not so fast i'm gonna you know work my butt off to to be the guy getting snapped so kind of dive into that with alex flynn tomorrow yeah i think that'll be a really cool conversation and just uh i feel like nowadays a lot of kids will see like they'll look at the the people ahead of them and they'll, they'll try to bounce and, and go somewhere else and for him just to say you know what like you know everyone's telling me someone's ahead of me but i'm gonna stick it out through and you know who knows maybe he'll you know get some starts and play well I was on a podcast with uh, my Houston buddies uh, that run a podcast. They're doing exit interviews with uh, people from the schools that they're leaving out of the American. And I uh, was asked about ECU football next year. And it is, it's it's tricky because Mike Houston has the program in very good standing. It's just the amount of players leaving on the offensive side that concerns you. And anytime you go into a year with a new quarterback, there's some excitement there. But there's also, you know, some worry there. And and I, I've got those feelings heading into this year. A lot of unknowns. Yeah, I think everyone probably has those feelings. But, you know, it, it's, it's what happens at this level. You know, people leave, people come, people go. And it, it just gives a lot of kids an opportunity to, to be good. And, you know, maybe who knows? Maybe it'll, it'll all click. I'm looking forward to seeing who kind of rises up during fall camp. There's, there's a lot of position groups to watch. You, you feel pretty confident about that running back position. But... What is Rajay Harris's health? Marlon Gunn offseason. We expect him to be even bigger, even faster, even better. Mike Houston loves the freshman Javius Bond. Yeah. And how will they try to get him touches on Saturday? So 
running back i feel good about but i don't know how the distribution will be for those guys for sure yeah it's gonna see you know who who's is it a hot hand kind of time is it you know you're gonna start and you you play a half you play a series like they did with you know keaton and rajay for a while you get one series you get the other um so it'll definitely be interesting to watch and still some other names that i didn't even mention that are back there in that stable that could see carries and catches in 2023 receiver is is really the the big one now mike houston when he joined us last i feel like i've i've heard this name a lot more than i've seen the guy and that's Kerry king like mm-hmm. they all they speak so highly of him it's been like two springs now since he kind of had his breakout i remember he was wearing the 17 like terry mclaurin and we we're <laughs> calling him scary carry um and called a t- called two touchdowns i want to say two years ago in the spring game and just we haven't really seen him much on the field and that's because you could count on isaiah winstead cj johnson uh, came back and had a strong year and there's just guys ahead of him and hadn't been able to get on the field much but sounds like he's going to be counted on along with Jalen Johnson uh, Mike Houston raved about Shane Calhoun maybe a breakout year for the the tight end so again you've got a few guys who have done it can Josiah Hatfield maybe take the next step and be the guy uh, you've got some guys that have been there on Saturdays but have yet to really you know prove they can be solid d1 receivers yeah i'd love to you know obviously watch them all play but i'd love to, to talk with Kerry king i feel like that the wide receiver position for whatever reason is a very like you know a lot of brash big personality kind of guys and uh, and the position just lends itself to like breakouts i feel like you can if you're if you're given the time if you're you know put on your shoulders to say hey you know you're going to be our x receiver you're going to be our z or something and you're going to be out there every snap like i feel like that just it, it you know lends to potential breakouts Jamie says, I've heard from my sources it's Flynn's job to lose at the moment from people who've seen the practices, which I think Patrick has. Jamie, I know you can't reveal your sources, but I can you who are these sources that you have? I'm just curious. <laughs> who are your eyes and ears? I mean, he's definitely playing well, but I wouldn't say it's like, you know, it's his job to lose right now. And but, but then again, I mean, I don't know. We we don't know a lot right now. So we're gonna have to see him play. And you've got really no indication from the coaches to this point and i wonder how man i remember ruff's first year we all knew dominique davis was going to be the starter but it wasn't announced officially until morgan aylers on the pa for the starting lineup that day it was kind of the worst kept secret there was i remember shane card and rio johnson had a battle going into 2012 and that one went down to the wire and it was announced like at the very end of fall camp or really the lead up to week one and shane uh had had kind of injured his hand maybe set him back a little bit they went with rio he started the first game they beat app state he threw a couple picks against south carolina benched and then shane carden never set again so his starting quarterback reign lasted less than two games so i don't know these are are tricky situations uh when you head into these you want to name a starter stick with them but when you have two guys that are maybe even that can maybe do different things well um we'll see what kind of leash there is on these guys if if somebody is anointed the starter patrick are they anointed the starter all year is it week to week basis is it is mike houston going to treat it like he does other positions to say whoever has the best week of practice you know it's hard i don't to know do with a quarterback yeah no, it, no doubt like it's a, it's a different animal at that position so like 
ECU starting quarter the the quarterback that starts the most for ECU this year will have over under nine and a half starts. What would you take? And how many games are there? What are Twelve. Twelve. I'm counting regular season. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go under. Uh, so you do think we'll see? Yeah, but but maybe just for that that it, what you brought up is may, maybe someone you know gets some burn early. Maybe they they switch it out. Uh, I don't know. Quarterback is very difficult. I think it, a lot of it's going to depend on what kind of you know chemistry you can get with wide receivers. Yeah. You know, maybe maybe that's all it takes is you know you get some pads on and wow, you know this guy looks great now. Maybe Mason just really does take that step and he starts all all twelve. Well, we've heard a lot of guys talk about this summer where you get the team together on your own away from the coaches and work out and i'll ask alex flynn about that as well you know what how's that connection going this off season where he's been around a while he's been throwing to some of these guys for a while uh but now uh he might be doing an actual game so we get a hopefully a behind the scenes look on what's going on uh with pirate football with alex flynn coming up on thursday yeah that'll be fun We'll have an App State preview uh, coming up on uh, in hour three of today's show. We'll talk Gardner-Webb tomorrow. We talked Marshall yesterday with Steve Cotton and just diving into it. They didn't play a murderer's row of a schedule, but 9-4 and four last year. They had the signature win at Notre Dame. They won their bowl game against UConn. So they, uh, they know how to win, and they'll have revenge on the mind, Patrick, from what happened a couple years ago where East Carolina snuck, uh, like, stole one from them with a late comeback. Yeah, so. fo- football's not quite like, you know, baseball, where I feel like any any team can just win on a, a day. But for whatever reason, it, it's I guess it's hard to stick with the team, maybe for all four quarters. But we even saw, again, remember Campbell last year? I mean, ECU took care of business pretty handily. But for the first half, I mean, they were trying to figure out that running quarterback. And yeah. There was just, I mean, there's some things in football. God, that year before, who was it? Uh, Charleston Southern? Uh huh. Yeah, and it's stuff like that where it's just like you know sometimes you know it just takes a little while and maybe it doesn't click by halftime. But so yeah, it's you know it's not like a a win you can just immediately chalk up. Steve Cotton uh, yesterday had the quote that uh, there's never any duds between ECU and Marshall. Bryce Williams can tell you about a dud uh, because he always goes back to that game where ECU could have won the East and hosted the conference USA championship. Uh, but instead, they lost 59 to 28 to Marshall in Marshall. But throw that meeting out 42 to 38 in 2021. Uh, Holton Naylor's and the Pirates come back to win that game. 65 to 59 in two overtimes in 2012. That was a classic here in Greenville. The year before that, 34 to 27, Pirates lost in overtime. Uh, they had an overtime game in 2008 that East Carolina won. And famously, the GMAC Bowl, 64-61 to 61 in double overtime, where ECU blew a giant lead to the Marshall Thundering Herd. So Steve Cotton is, is pretty accurate when he says there's uh, not a lot of duds when these two teams get together. And I'm excited. Patrick, you're relatively new around here. But that was a – if we had a rival in Conference USA, it was Southern Miss and, and probably Marshall. And I like to see them on the schedule. That'll be a fun game. Yeah, you know, you're mentioning uh, came to my mind when you're talking about all these close scores. Well, I guess the the positives would be when you have an entirely new offense like this, and it allows this entire group to learn how to win together and play together. And I feel like you can see them all probably bond and grow up together, which I think will be pretty exciting. Jamie says, "Will they deploy two quarterback schemes? I personally hope not. I don't know." I don't. I don't personally. I mean, I don't know. I haven't been around all that long, but I, I just feel like I don't teams so. don't like doing that. I thought that if they, I mean, 
if they were going to do that, they would have done it last year and had some Mason Garcia packages, which I feel like we didn't see that much of. We didn't. So that, that's the thing. I think they're going to you know, really do some serious evaluating. I'm going to take them at their word and believe that they are going to have a competition in camp and really going to find out who the, the best player is and they're going to roll with that. How many games did uh, Garcia play in last year, Patrick? Do you uh, recall? I want to say one, maybe two. I'll look up the uh, the stats because they were trying to keep his red shirt yeah activated. So I so mean, he Flynn, still Flynn has probably played more. Honestly, Garcia still has three years. Yeah, that sounds right. I think COVID, right. COVID year, red shirt year. What well, I think I'm am I missing another one? Uh, he played in three games. Three he games. was seven of 12, 54 yards, no touchdowns, no picks. He running the football had. Uh, five carries for 20 yards, a net total of 14 yards. And we know he can run. He has uh, been in some games where he's looked impressive running the football. Yeah, he's a big body, and he's really athletic. I remember it, was, it wasn't it was this past spring game, but it was the one before. And just he looked like the best quarterback on the field, Mason did. Just the way he moved in the pocket, climbing the pocket, throwing the ball with that big arm. I mean, he's super athletic, so, you know. Uh, I don't know. I guess if I, like I said, if I had to pick, you know, Mason Garcia is probably still the front runner. He uh, has the tools. Can he put it together and be a winning quarterback for the Pirates? We shall see. May or may not. May. May. <laughs> All right. Let's take a break. We'll uh, have more with Patrick Mason. We got a draft. We're going to draft our summer festival lineup. I'm so uh, myself, Patrick, and Chandler are putting together our music festivals for this summer. I put together a big board. Uh, I've got a small board, and I need to add a few more. We'll go five rounds. I like it. So five rounds. Again, I said this to Joey earlier. He's going to grade our picks, but music is very subjective. He yep. might not like what we like. Also, the fact that I'm old enough to be his dad could yeah. hurt me in, in many ways. So uh, we'll just have to see how it goes. Yeah. I like the change, though. It's thick. Yeah. Thick boy. <laughs> Take a break. Come back. More to go. Pirate Radio Live. Paula Abdul cover. Back with you after this. It's real Paula Abdul. Listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the show. Town Insurance is your premier independent insurance agency for maximizing opportunities and minimizing risks. Towns Insurance Advisors offer expert professional advice to clients of all sizes. For personal or business insurance questions, call 756-8300 today. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's your host, Flip Brock. All righty, back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Wednesday. Still to come on today's show. Talk some App State football. Adam Witten will join us coming up at 5 o'clock to give us a scouting report on the Mountaineers coming up. 
uh, later on this calendar year. We'll also talk to former ECU wide receiver, now the head coach of the J.H. Rose Rampants football team, Will Bland. They got a seven-on-seven tournament coming up, maybe in a story idea for you, Patrick, next week. There'll be some high school teams in town uh, on the football field. So how to get the football juices going a little bit. That's right. Yeah, seven-on-sevens are always fun. Um, But right now... We're going to take a step aside from sports. Um, but before I do, Pike says, Clip, did you ever used to go to the sports bar Final Score and Italian Villa Roma back in the 90s? Final Score, I certainly remember and have fond memories of that and Daryl's uh, back in the day going to those places. But yes, I remember as a kid going to Final Score a few times. Uh, don't have a ton of memories about it. I just remember being there. But uh, yes, Pike, uh, I, lo- I like I like reliving old stuff like that too. <laughs> I remember Roses and Nichols and uh, Ryan Steakhouse and yeah, all the old people stuff around here. Uh, did you have favorite places to go when you were a kid, Patrick? Yeah, that would definitely. Put a smile on your face. Oh yeah, there's a, a really good pizza place that's no longer there. It was called Barnaby's. And it's like thin crust pizza, and you could watch. There's like a window you could watch them rolling the dough and spinning the dough, and it was just so good. And I miss doing that. Nostalgia, it's a great thing. Speaking of which, uh, let's talk some music. And we're gonna do our draft today. We're gonna do a draft, uh, at least one every Wednesday with Patrick Mason. And uh, I had a couple of good ones last week with the soup draft and the MLB draft. And uh, we had Young Joey as our analyst not necessarily a judge but he he did draft grades and you look after every draft and you'll see them thursday night and friday all day uh nba draft grades where you put out grades and you never know how it's going to end up it is a pointless exercise but (laughs) i get sucked into them sometimes i read them uh just for entertainment purposes yeah it's excitement for the fan base you know it's like how did we do you know but you have no idea for another like three years all right i did minimal research on this kind of went off the top of the dome patrick you said you've got a big board chandler i'm gonna say you've done no research but you're ready to go do you have uh you just wrote those down now don't look at me like i I have something it's not like i have nothing right okay good if i had nothing you would said all right you had the whole break to do it and i just did it during the break so i have something (laughs) are you still mad about the fanny pack sunglasses thing little bit tell you what chandler you if you do a good job this remaining hour and a half you're going to be the proud new owner of some oriole sunglasses (laughs) oh so now you don't want them (laughs) i'll take them i'll take them joey if chandler does good the next hour and a half you're going to be the proud new owner of not only an Orioles fanny pack. I feel like a little kid in a store. Now, if you do good while I shop, you'll get a prize. I'll let you go to the toy section. Get out. I'll let you get these oil glasses that you want from the oil? toy section. Oil? Oil. Oil. All right, I will. I got the random number uh, sequence generator pulled up. I'm going to hit it three times. So I'm one, Chandler's two, Patrick, you're three. And that will determine our order. One, two three all right it'll go me mason chandler is the order i like it all right i like having the first pick in this so i can get is this snake or just i think we did traditional style yeah we just went straight through yeah we'll go traditional style so 
and i've got some huge names up here so these aren't necessarily the headliners but this is the band i said i would pick to host the super bowl halftime show they have hits they are a great and they're old now but still modern rock band i'm worried um i mean there's a lot there's a million different I, ways i, I, I could go here i'm going with the foo fighters Whew. that's my number one pick man okay now what does that who mean from you it was hmm. all right so i guess since they're off the board they were they were definitely in my uh top two for okay drafting. that's good to know yeah but maybe not your number one yeah i probably wouldn't have selected them one but they were they were one too i wanted to go ahead and lock them down so i uh, i'm gonna end the show with everlong like he did at wembley stadium where it was kind of a a very slow soft build up and they just went nuts at yeah. the end so the foo fighters you could jam to those guys uh sure. foo fighters will be at clip fest 23 all right patrick all right, my number one selection, I guess my headliner at P-Mace Fest, is going to be the Red Hot Chili Peppers. All right, they are on my board. I will take them off. I'm a bit, and I'll see why you were saying like they're old, but still somewhat they're relevant. Yeah, like they've been around a while, but they're still doing live shows and stuff. All right, and uh, yeah, they bring it. I mean, the Woodstock 99, they burn the place to the ground. So uh, I just feel like they have really good potential just to, you know, just to burn it down the rhcps all right chandler who are you going with first um i think they're the queen of all festivals queen oh boy so chandler (laughs) i I should have mentioned this i said it in the text oh they they must be breathing they have to be dead or they have to be yes they have to be dead (laughs) (laughs) they have to be alive yeah Ah. i apologize i should have mentioned that again before we started drafting you can't throw Jimi hendrix up there um now you can go with queen you could have that guy that played freddie mercury in the movie that'd be cool <laughs> the hologram right, i've, got, hologram I've, I've got a band i've got a band uh aerosmith okay they uh they made it on my list they're on their final tour i didn't peg you as an aerosmith guy who me yeah oh yeah uh, they have classic rock a million hits yeah, yeah. oh they they do i've seen them in concert they have and joey was like man there's gonna be some groups and stuff y'all say that um i might not know aerosmith you probably you know who they are i know all three of these so far but there's probably aerosmith songs you didn't even know was by aerosmith like they just have so many hits uh that's a good pick chandler they were uh they were on my big board all right joey round one foo fighters red hot chili peppers aerosmith what do you think so far Uh, i like all the picks they're I feel like based mainly on nostalgia for sure. I don't know about Foo Fighters number one, but all in all, decent pick. I know the the crowd would definitely be hyped if this is a halftime show. Yeah, that'll get the people going. All right, um, round two. Now I have some older bands. Aerosmith was in the chamber for later. I want to go ahead and get these. And 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 now Joey makes me feel really old. They're all nostalgia picks. Like I still look at. <laughs> these guys as like modern but they're not i mean they are old um i haven't heard much from this band in a while they were huge for a moment got some great hits but can you imagine at clip fest everybody singing mr brightside oh it's man. gonna be quite a scene when the killers Woo. are on the stage performing at clip fest i got the killers pick 
four overall pick one of round two i feel like i think i'm experiencing how you felt when you went after me on the soup draft yeah welcome <laughs> so yeah it's uh it's come full circle here um i'm gonna so I'm, I'm trying to find a good mix for my festival a little little different thing for all people so my number two pick actually uh, i don't want to get canceled here but i'm gonna go kanye west <laughs> <laughs> oh dear <laughs> okay um we'll uh we'll talk about it when we wrap up this round <laughs> kanye west chandler i'm going with a one-man band here billy joel oh wow okay huh that makes me think of uh maybe somebody else i should add uh good that was not on my radar chandler but you talk about hits mm-hmm. um and chandler is an old soul apparently yeah so he's got aerosmith and billy joel chandler the youngest person in the draft has the oldest act so far right but that makes sense yeah, if i didn't know anything about you i would have you know <laughs> i don't i would have guessed your age is a little bit higher you got a kid uh just finishing college now and everything uh billy joel all right good pick chandler uh but i'm not the judge joey is joey the killers kanye west billy joel the killers was a good pick i've heard their music before they were formed in 2001 that i just read my birthday. <laughs> oh okay <laughs> i love so, doing course. your research Draft i like research it. uh kanye west was a good pick i mean <laughs> i don't know if he's brand safe nowadays but you know <laughs> he is a good pick and then billy joel yeah he's a legend in the game so i i can uh, <laughs> i like that round all right we go to round three we're going five rounds i've still got some names here on the board um i'm gonna go now it's gonna be tough to get these guys together to get these guys sober and on the stage and and playing but if they could put it together for one night at clip fest it would be iconic so many hits welcome to the jungle paradise city civil war give me guns and roses on the stage one more time axel rose and slash Man absolutely tearing it up <laughs> gnr is the pick you could be mine might be a big enough festival for to get them out all together you know i think so yeah i think, I think so all right guns and roses is the pick uh patrick um so when i, I think of festivals i just want to vibe and have a good time so my third pick is going to be mgmt all right uh hopefully like joey's a, you ever heard like electric them. feel uh i don't live in that world I feel like I've heard of them, him, them, it, them. It's just they just little rendition. <laughs> this is more just like music and stuff. So I don't know. Could you uh, hum a tune from them? Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm sold. Yeah, come on down. Come you on know what? Down. That's my new favorite song. <laughs> all right you, you all have heard it though <laughs> you, you've heard it is it that quiet yes yeah, so they whisper it no I'm just... <laughs> music. all right everybody be quiet mgm's playing <laughs> mgmt <laughs> mgmt ah <laughs> uh, sorry all right chandler can i take a person who is no longer the lead singer of a band and can i put them this back? is your festival as long as they're alive you can put them up yeah there. if you could pay them money steve perry i need you to come back to journey I'm taking Journey uh, to add to my list. Wow. So you're doing a reunion tour. Mm-hmm. Don't stop believing. That would be huge. All right. Uh, Chandler going Journey with Steve Perry. All right. Uh, an eclectic mix there in round number three. 
Guns N' Roses, MGMT, and Journey. How do you feel about that, uh, Joey? And this is the round where lack of experience and knowledge comes in. Yeah. Uh, not too familiar. I've heard of Guns N' Roses. Haven't heard of MGMT. I know it's a big indie band now, but... Uh, what is that? Electronica or whatever? Like, yeah, sort of. I okay. just feel like it's just... If you're out in the field hanging out, it'll be pretty good. Jamie's going to see Guns N' Roses uh, in August. Jamie, don't go to that show. Come to Clipfest. They'll be playing there. <laughs> and then uh, Chandler's last pick. The only thing is I only know that one great song. So, All right, Journey, Chandler. You got Don't Stop Believing. You got Stone in Love. You've got Any uh, Way You Want It. That's the in, way you need it. Open Arms. Oh, that's Journey? Oh, yeah. Oh, any yeah. way you want it, that's the way you need it. Any way you want it. <laughs> Don't stop believing was like the theme song to the 2005 White Sox World Series. That was like their song. So special place in my heart for that. Paul Canerco was a trivia question last week. Hey, hey Jamie Murphy's will be there tonight at eight o'clock. Uh, we head into round number four. And I've still got some faves on the list. I'm in pretty good shape here, I think, to to wrap up my concert. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go Pearl Jam. Jeremy, daughter, even flow, elderly woman behind the counter in a small town. Very <laughs> underappreciated song. Pretty solid. A lot of hits. Eddie Vedder still doing it and uh great band from the 90s a lot of hits i think he likes to get political at shows and do a lot of talking and uh, you know see what's going on uh, with the titanic so he might kind of go off a little bit i'll try to reel him in and say hey man stick to sports stick to music but i'm gonna go pearl jam as my pick and i i feel good about that in round four all right uh patrick ma'am see ya all right, I'm gonna go Wiz Khalifa. <laughs> now I I don't know if I want to say this now or after the draft, but I have a thought on your Kanye West and your Wiz Khalifa pick. But you're doing this is a summer festival. It's a party. Yeah, it's a it's a party. All right, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Even the Baba da Do Ba Ba is rock, but it's kind of it's not rap, but it's or hip hop, but it's different rock. Yeah, you could jump around and like be energized. Flea's got the bass going, so like, okay, I see what you're building here. Yeah, I'm trying to find a similar sort of theme, even though they are different genres. I'm clearly putting on a rock festival. You are doing a a party, like a music party type festival. Yeah. All right, and Chandler, uh, he's got the old folks loving it right now. All right, so I've got Aerosmith, which is a classic rock. I went to more of a one-man band, 70s, 80s guy, Billy Joel. The piano man. Which I think everybody likes. Journey. Well, that's false. Not everybody likes him. Well, that's true. But Journey, <laughs> Steve Perry as the lead singer. Mm-hmm. I'm going to mix it up here. Ooh. Now, you and sure I think you want to do that? And I, <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I think so. Because I think about my parents and the people their age, and I feel like I grew up listening to Aerosmith, Journey, 38 Special, Foreigner, but they also like this band, and I've grown to like them too, or I guess a boy band back in the late 80s, early 90s. I'm going New Edition. <laughs> See, this is one I, I don't even know. So is this, um, like, is Bobby Brown? Bobby Brown's Yeah. There. So this is a a 
And they all went on. Did they all go on to individual careers? Or Bobby was it mainly Brown Bobby Brown? Solo. Yeah. I, the other guys, I don't know. This is a reunion, just like maybe a journey reunion. I have new addition. All right. Coming back. Interesting pick because do you have i just wanted to switch it up a little bit i didn't want to go straight classic rock i hear you and maybe you bring in a a different crowd for that but i don't i kind of am going maybe a theme in mind and you're you got a little eclectic mix maybe going with yours right now new edition all right i feel like most well that's not joey you can ask your dad about new edition next time you talk to him i want you to grade these and then i want your dad to grade them and see how he feels (laughs) Oh, yeah, he'll happy. Uh, Pearl Jam, Wiz Khalifa, new edition. Uh, Pearl Jam, don't know. Wiz Khalifa, I do know. And uh, What do you think about Wiz Khalifa? I like you? Wiz. Wiz is a, the thing about Wiz, my, it's just a personal thing. He makes good music, but he's a lot better when he's featured on a song rather than his own song. Hmm. Uh, that might be a hot take. I'm not sure. But Interesting. I, I just like, I, I feel like every time he's featured on a song, he does well. Uh, and the new edition, I'm also not familiar with them either. All right. We move on to the final round. Um, sometimes you need a bit of a cool down. Not everything has to be just bumping, rocking. Um, so I'm going to go with, and maybe I can get some people traveling from overseas. I mean, this is an international band. Ooh, okay. But I'm going to go Radiohead. Ah, good pick. Um, which is a different kind of vibe and it's not for everybody it's very depressing they play live really well i've heard uh yes heard a lot of good things my fate i they have a show from like 2003 i've watched it a million times on youtube where it's just a packed crowd and it's at night and they're jamming and that's going to be kind of the cool down because we got a lot of upbeat with foo fighters with the killers guns and roses and i'm gonna space in between those heavy acts a little pearl jam a little Radiohead, to to kind of cook to keep people going vibing but not not expand all their energy so that's my thought there uh chad said it sounded like patrick mason was singing the theme song to sanford and son hey i heard that new mgmt song all right uh patrick that's a good pull your final pick so this is it's like when i was when i was crafting my my uh my festival i sort of had a similar thought as you you know you can't go all can't go 100 miles an hour the whole time but um, sort of pulling uh, something from Chandler's card as well. Just kind of a little bit of a throwback, but it's a band I really love growing up. I'm going to go Hootie and the Blowfish. Good pick. Wow. I only want to be with you. Huge fan. Now I want to put on, now I want to be like... Uh, Mike? I want to be like Mike. I want to put on now an entirely different festival where I have <laughs> bands like that. Yeah. Kind of a softer feel. Mm-hmm. There, there's plenty to pick from from that i know kind of feel i like that hootie and the blowfish yeah. okay i know it and that is a reunion as you said of itself because he has gone the yeah we gotta get darius route. rucker back yeah and I, I don't like country at all so that's like I'm, i stay away from that but you know he can i'm he a little bit here. country i'm a little bit rock and roll chandler your final pick mr <sighs> or mrs irrelevant we are super sexist no women at this uh show so far <laughs> wow um, I was gonna go cranberries, but rest in peace, Dolores. She's no longer. Does that with make us. us a cold-hearted snake? Give me. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm still not going with any women. I am. I am. 
All right, so the end of my festival, and I think a lot of people can vibe with this guy, and I think a lot of the fan bases for each, Aerosmith, Billy Joel, Journey, New Edition, love themselves a little bit of wacky tobacco. Why not have Snoop Dogg in my festival? <laughs> that is a wild combination. It is. But I'm sure he'd be down for it. The D-O-double-G. All right, so that is a uh, – first of all, we'll wrap it up. Joey, uh, you probably have never heard a Radiohead song. No, I actually know who Radiohead is. So I'm big like into soccer, and they're a big UK band. So I know okay. I'm familiar with Radiohead. All right, good. Hootie and the Blowfish. Not familiar at all. Man, mm. so but many what hits. What was that song you were mumbling a second ago? I think I might know that song. They got, I only want to be with you. Okay, I want to hold your hand. I want to yeah. hold my hand. I want you to hold my hand. Hold <laughs> And okay, that yeah, time was a good song. Uh, Let Her Cry yep. was their slow ballad. Man, I remember that CD. It was so good. Why do I want to call it Cracked Rear View? That might be a Pearl Jam CD. What was their CD called? My question is with these. Uh, I'm not even sure. No, yeah, Cracked Rear okay. View was Hootie and the Blowfish. Is, All right. Is good. this the order of performance as well? No, no, no. That, that's next week. We're going to. <laughs> we're, so we're going to build this. We're, we're just booking them right now. So we're booking them today. Next week, we're going to have our set list and play and have all the songs they're yep. going to play. The week after that, we're going to design our venue. <laughs> I was going to say, if it's in the order already, then I would have to give it to Chandler with going off on Snoop Dogg. I, I like that one. <laughs> After not correlating any of the music, <laughs> the crowd's going to love a good send-off. Uh, all right. So here's one I thought. When you went Kanye, uh, Wiz Khalifa, Chandler with Snoop Dogg, I, look, I could put together a rap show. I would have Wu-Tang number one. I would have Outkast back together at number two. I, I could Outkast. I could put that together. Go. and But I don't like live rap. Yeah, that, that's that's why I tried. Like Kanye, I feel like it just some of his old stuff plays really well. But yeah, you just don't want a guy up there just rapping because it doesn't sound that great. No, and it's beat. There's like I do like if you're seeing music live personally, I love when people are playing instruments. Exactly, that's it. why I went away from rap. Yeah. I, again, I, there's a lot that I would have liked to pick put here, but mm-hmm. um, Kaz said, "Looks like I'm headed to Soup Fest." Hey, so uh, he likes. Red Hot Chili Peppers, Kanye West, MGMT, Wiz Khalifa, and Hootie and the Blowfish. Oh, my hair. <laughs> At Clip Fest, you got Foo Fighters, The Killers, Guns N' Roses, Pearl Jam, Radiohead. There's a certain audience that would do your, that. Your top two, I, I would definitely go to their shows for sure. Uh, Chandler has... Chandler, who said, uh, Eric says Chandler is eagerly trying to heat up the Cougars out there. <laughs> um, Not wrong with that. So he's got Aerosmith, Billy Joel, <laughs> Journey with Steve Perry, New Edition, and the D-O-double-G himself, Snoop Dogg. Side question. Who do you think's festival, whose festival do you think would be the most expensive? Had it been an actual festival and it's... Probably, uh, Probably Kanye. Chan- yeah, Chandler's are just with the, the big bands trying to get them. Thanks. So. so I was thinking about couch. that too. I was gonna. Um, uh, Steve says sign me up for Chanafest, but then he deleted it. Maybe he, what? Chanfest for me says Steve. Uh. Um. Let's see. What was I gonna say? Oh, I was gonna make my show a little more expensive and kind of sell out. And bring in U2 and 
maybe Bruce Springsteen, but I didn't like. I'm not a huge U2 fan, but they would sell a million tickets or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I was just kind of going for what would be fun for me and a good show, rather than the financial impact on it. That's kind of how I built it too. Something that I would I would go to, but also enough kind of groove and stuff where people can have a good time. Eric says it's the thirty guys yelling on the mic that ruins a rap concert. There is a lot of hype men, it seems like. Now, Irving, a moment ago, uh, this is when we were talking about maybe softer music. He said Michael Bublé, Kenny G, and Megadeth. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fair Just enough. the saxophone. Steve said no one took B. Pays. Well, B. Pays can, um, he can introduce either your show or yours, Chandler. All right, stand by. We got new edition coming up, and we also got D O Double G. All right, stand by. Now I want to do right. B Pays Fest and have Jodeci, uh, In Vogue, TLC, a Burgly, a Burgly, a Burgly. Now I just want to make shows all day. Savage Garden can find. Are they still alive? Savage Garden had um, the Mountain. Uh, I wanna stand yeah. with you. Yep. I could do this for, dude. We what happened to the time? We gotta take a break. Take a break. Take a break. Go to break. <laughs> break. 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 All right, we'll be uh, back with you more with Patrick Mason. Uh, who would be at your show? Let us know, and we'll be back with more after Light this. Light them up. listening to hour two of pirate radio live this hour is brought to you by university pc care your local tech support experts for all your business needs let university pc care take care of it so you can take care of business visit universitypccare.com to learn more today now back to the show all right welcome back to the show country mart has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years and is your premier country store serving the best cheese biscuits and country food around country mart is open every day and has two locations in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Both Country Mart locations are top-of-the-line fuel stations serving shell gas, including 93 ethanol-free high-octane gas. Country Mart fueling you up with great food in your engines with great gasoline. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's your host, Clip Brock. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live did our music festival draft today. Steve Fest, Steve Hill says, Garth Brooks, Guns N' Roses, Alter Bridge, The Stones, and Sammy Hagar would be his fest. Jamie saw in Wilmington, Snoop, Ice Cube, 311, and Cypress Hill and said they all sounded good. Hmm. There's some rap artists that sound good live. Oh, absolutely. For sure. Is Bob Seger still kicking? Oh, my God. I love Bob Seger. I thought about still kicking? I thought about that. Absolutely. And he has got so many hits. Mm -hmm. Man. And the Silver Bullet Band. That's why turn the page that's what i, I could that's done, why i like, want to do this every week now i know i, I don't could, want to talk any more sports on the show ever we could do, we got to craft like a nice <laughs> you know a, a genre specific kind of festival here i think we need to do a podcast now where we just um create music festivals i like it it's called i like my festival. sign me up well good chance your festival yeah you should you think other people will like it yeah <laughs> i don't think there's anything wrong i don't it's not very uniform, it, it, but it, it... 
I just didn't want it to be the same. I mean, I want everybody to kind of enjoy it. I understand. Yeah. And you could do uh, you know, multiple stages and, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was my plan. <laughs> good work. <laughs> All right. Uh, Patrick, good stuff. We didn't talk a lot of sports. What we got going on in this baseball game? Is that a dinger? Yeah, it looks like Florida just hung out and they move on. Oh, it's not a dinger. It's a catch. Yeah, yeah. He caught it at the wall. Oh, that's, that's a wall. good way to end it. So, Florida is advancing to the championship. Now, TCU. Young Joey, you called Florida at the beginning of this. Chomp, chomp, baby. You feeling good? Oh, yeah. Got to beat Wake or LSU to win it all. It has been SEC dominated over the years, and it could be SEC dominated again in Omaha this year. Uh, Patrick. Can they see LSU in the final? Huh? Can they see LSU in the final? Yeah, game? LSU has to beat Wake twice now, okay. starting tonight. So, uh, yeah, it'll be either Florida-Wake or Florida-LSU in the championship. Um, what you got going on, Patrick? Uh, not much, really. Just gonna, I got a story coming in the reflector, and, uh, yeah, just... You're not going to, like, give us any details? Uh, it's a baseball story. I'll, okay. I'll say that. That's it. That no. That's all you get. You gotta just pick it up and check it ECU out. ECU baseball's over though. I know. It's not ECU. Uh, is it ECU? No, it's not ECU. Can we baseball. ask questions? It's not ECU baseball. No, but it is baseball. Yeah, it's baseball. It's Greenville related baseball. Okay, now we're getting somewhere. Bird. All right. Greenville related <laughs> baseball. Okay. Yeah. And just doing baseball. some other stuff here and there. So. Yeah. Reflector.com. Check it out. Or pick up a copy of the Daily Reflector. Uh, hope to maybe see you at Trivia tonight. Yeah, it's a coin flip. Joey's making his debut. Hey. So we're fired up about that. Uh, we're going to have fun tonight. Are any of these bands playing? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I hope not. Chandler. <laughs> he said I hope not. Uh, MGMT's coming. Hey, there but we go. But they promised they would keep it down during Trivia. <laughs> <laughs> They're ready. only going to hum their songs. <laughs> if somebody had to hum a con- an entire concert, who would be the... Uh, we'll get into that next We're out of time. <laughs> Jamie says, is Patrick stopping by Walmart for some $3 lobster bisque? You know, it's not a bad idea. Yeah. I haven't done it in a while, so I'm due. Jump on it. Man, I went by my parents after the show last night on the way home, and uh, they had some leftover chicken and pastry. Mm. And I said, yes, I will take some indeed. And it was awesome. That's a happy tummy. Shout out to Pam. Thank you. All right. When we return, we'll talk some App State football. Adam Witten joins us on the other side. Hour three on tap. Back with you after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the show. Order Jersey Mike subs on the mobile app and get delivery right to your home and save time and order ahead to skip the line to pick up from your nearest jersey mike sub location jersey mike's a sub above now let's head back into prl here's your host clip brock all righty back with you pirate radio live got a football packed hour three for you today on the show uh just confirmed with will bland 
former Pirate wide receiver and current head coach of the J.H. Rose Football Rampants. He'll join us in studio coming up in about 15, 20 minutes or so. But we will kick off the hour continuing our ECU football opponent previews. And today we'll talk some App State football. East Carolina headed to Boone to take on Appalachian State, uh, trying to get some revenge from the loss in Charlotte uh, a few seasons ago. And joining us to talk about it is the play-by-play voice of the Mountaineers, Adam Witten, joins us here on the program. Adam, how you doing, man? Doing well, fellas. Appreciate you having me. Looking forward to it. Absolutely, and uh, looking forward to another fun year of football in the state of North Carolina, and uh, love an in-state matchup uh, like the one between the Pirates and Appalachian State, and uh, this one interesting, Adam, because the Pirates are uh, invading Boone, and uh, that'll be an interesting look for East Carolina and their fans to head over to the mountain for some football, and uh, should be exciting. App State's had uh, several in-state opponent games since moving up to FBS, including uh, with East Carolina. Carolina, and now they'll uh, they'll get them at home. I guess uh, for the first time since going FBS, right, Adam? Yeah, that's correct. And this is part of the the result of becoming an F- FBS program is you get an opportunity to play some of these types of games. And Boone, I mean, App State fans have been to Greenville before to, to face the Pirates. You mentioned the game a couple of years ago in Charlotte. The game in 2012 is the hottest on record that an App State yeah. base has ever attended. Um, so I think what's going to be what's going to be nice for the the fans of ECU that are traveling, especially if they're from the eastern part of the state, like most are, um, it'll be nice to to come up the mountain and maybe you'll get a, a Labor Day or after Labor Day, mid September football game that's in the mid 70s or 80 degrees at at most, rather than in the mid 80s or above 90 degrees. So. You know, I, I think uh, going to watch a game in the mountains of North Carolina, especially early in the season, I have a feeling that's going to be a real pleasant experience, at least climate-wise, for the for the Pirate fans. That's a good sell. I like that. Uh, and, and and I was actually talking about that game with uh, Malcolm Gray, media relations from ECU, over the weekend. We were talking about, uh, I guess we were talking about ECU App State matchups, but or no, we were just talking about being hot. Uh, it was uh, somebody was talking about going to the U.S. Open, and it was uh, too hot for him to stand out there at Pinehurst years ago. And uh, and we brought up the App State game where we had to. Uh, there were fans dropping, and uh, it was it was kind of a scary sight. But yeah, hopefully a little cooler when the Pirates take on App State September sixteenth, three thirty in Boone. And Pirate fans will be tuned in to App State season opener. Uh, ECU will open up on the road at the Big House, and App State has some history there, of course. But App State opening up with Gardner Webb, and Gardner Webb also on the schedule for ECU this year. So we'll probably have a lot of Pirate fans tuning in to App State Gardner Webb September second. That's at three thirty, and then the next week uh you guys will go to chapel hill to take on north carolina and then a uh how about this one uh adam at wyoming uh, an eclectic mix you got some in-state opponents and then a trip to wyoming for the non-conference schedule this year yeah it's it's a uh we we certainly know how to make interesting schedules in september i mean last year with the opener at home against the tar heels and then going to texas a&m as as a part of that i mean app state's September football schedule was was one of the uh, most famous runs of, of games in, in all of college football last year. And so this year, yeah, it, it's a combination of some recently created series. And then uh, it, it's the back half of a, a home and home when you talk about the, the Wyoming game. So Gardner-Webb is, is good because 
you know, most schools will have that FCS home game on the schedule. For us, it, it's good that it's against a team that that's regional in, in a school like Gardner Webb. They're coming off winning their conference and being in the playoffs a year ago. At last faced them in in 2018 and hung 72 on them in that one. The uh, the, the UNC game that's game three of this two for one series. App winning in Chapel Hill in 2019, uh, losing 63-61 uh, last year in the season opener. And then uh, this will finish out that series in Chapel Hill this year. And then, you know, this ECU series, this is game one of two in Greenville to to continue on with this four-game set. The Wyoming game, uh, yeah, it's it's we're going to be playing in all different settings. You know, it's, it's three games in North Carolina, and then let's go across the Rockies and play in Laramie, Wyoming. <laughs> Uh, but it's it's the return game of the home and home where Wyoming came to Boone way back in 2015 for a home game and and this is the return game. I, this, this is the type of series that that App's not necessarily going to try to get into it uh, if they can avoid it because we'd rather play schools in state or in region. But at the same time, you know, eight years ago we've got to finish off this home and home, and uh, it'll be a it'll be a cool experience for our fans to go out to that part of the country for a game. Adam Witten, App State play-by-play voice, joining us. Second straight day, we've uh, talked to a voice that went into a road environment and picked up a huge program win. Yesterday, we talked to Steve Cotton from Marshall and talked about the Notre Dame win. How about going to uh, College Station and uh, knocking off Texas A&M last year? At the time, the Aggies were top 10 in the country. Huge win. It's crazy to look at the schedule, Adam, and see that that was App State's only road win. (laughs) Uh, at Texas A&M, uh, but that's how it played out. But how about going on the road and uh, and getting that win at College Station? Uh, what, what was that day like, that call like, and, uh, and that memory like for you? That was the start of an unforgettable seven days in, in the lore of App State football uh, because it started with the win over Texas A&M, uh, learning that night that College Game Day was going to be on campus yeah. for the following week and then winning the Troy game on the Hail Mary. Uh, so that, those seven days, nothing will ever top App State uh, beating Michigan in terms of exposure and, and just uh, impact across college football. Um, but this is as close as we've ever been in that seven-day stretch. You know, the A&M game was, was right off the heels of that, uh, of that heartbreaking loss to Carolina. Um, it, it's, there, there's so many oddities about the way that things unfolded last year you know, saying to somebody, hey, you're going you're gonna to play a home game against North Carolina and lose a game where you score 61 points, and then you're going to go to on the road to an SEC team. You're going to score fewer than 20, but you're going to win. Um, that's really bizarre to think about. It's also bizarre to think that you, you come within a whisker of beating Carolina, you win at A&M, the sixth-ranked team in the country, but you're going to miss a bowl game. So it just it just those things really kind of encapsulate just what an odd season it was last year for App. But in terms of that that experience, uh, it was certainly unforgettable. App had had so many close calls against ranked teams in the FBS. You know, taking a top ten Tennessee team to overtime in 2016, losing in double overtime to a, a top ten team in Penn State to open the 2018 season, uh, finally getting getting that elusive win over a ranked team, a top 10 team on the road. First time that had happened since that Michigan win. So uh, that was really cool to see. It was a great victory for, for Sean Clark, who, who you know, notched a signature win in his campaign in a non-conference game. Um, and then the, the things that, that weren't necessarily in the box score and, and part of that game is 
just the, the the aftermath of winning that one because we had all sorts of travel problems getting back to Boone from College Station. We didn't end up getting back um, until the sun was well up on Sunday morning, and so all of the college game day stuff and and telling the team and the announcement happening that all happened while we're waiting on the tarmac trying to fix a flat tire on a plane. And so uh, you know, again, just just the little things that you'll remember about that day, that night, those early morning hours. Uh, but that going into college game day and the Hail Mary win after that was was the start of just an unbelievable stretch of seven days of, of, of football history. Adam Witten joining us. Uh, what a uh, a wild week that was and, and just an up-and-down season for the Mountaineers. So how about um, returners and departures on this roster, Adam? And on that note, I asked Steve this, and, and I'll ask you as well, uh, how has you know portal can be good portal can be bad has it been a a plus uh, or a minus for app state here these last few years when it comes to bringing in players retaining players things like that what about the roster heading into this year yeah certainly there's been an impact in the transfer portal um i'd say on on the on the plus side uh app has brought in some really strong reinforcements on the offensive line um, which which they needed because you you lose your starting two left ta- or your starting two tackles from last year both are on NFL rosters right now um, you lose your quarterback in Chase Bryce uh, who was the his very first start as a Mountaineer was that ECU game in Charlotte two years ago uh, we didn't necessarily go transfer portal for a quarterback this year we've got a, a, a interesting battle going into the fall going into fall camp with a redshirt freshman and a JUCO transfer. Um, running back, we did pick up uh, some reinforcements out of the portal from from Navy. Um, wide receiver as well, even though that's a, that's returning a lot of key players at that position. So offense, I think offensive line has been the area of focus in terms of transfer portal. On the defensive side, uh, the two two of the bigger pickups in in the transfer portal are on the defensive line. Um, Michael Fletcher from Michigan State, who's six six two sixty, just a monster and add some uh, much-needed size and length on the defensive line, along with Sean College, Sean Collins, also from the Big Ten out of Rutgers. He's 6'5", 250. Um, so really bulking up along the defensive line, which is something we've needed to do as a program. Um, and then a really good cover corner to replace Stephen Jones Jr., an All-American corner who, who left last year for the NFL. Um, uh, Rodney Funderburk um, is, uh, is, is someone – or. Uh, sorry, Tyree Funderburk is someone who's going to um, be a, a great cover man, help them play a lot more man-to-man coverage on defense. So those three really stand out in the transfer portal. In terms of downside, uh, the big loss, I think, is, is probably Jalen McLeod on defense. He entered the portal and ended up going to Auburn. He was the guy who was going to step in for Nick Hampton as their top pass rusher this year. He was big, particularly in that Texas A&M game a year ago. So uh, he's probably the biggest loss uh, from the roster in terms of uh, people, you know, the transfer portal take us. Um, but, uh, but certainly they, they've brought in some, some really strong players um, and, and major talent on the, in terms of guys incoming with the, with the portal. Talking to Adam Witten, looking at the roster and how the portal has affected that when it comes to Appalachian State. The, uh, the coach portal has affected App State over the years when you have success. 
uh, other teams notice that and want your coach. And that has happened uh, several times to Appalachian State over the years with Scott Satterfield, Eli Drinkwitz, now Sean Clark at the helm. And um, what's the approval rating there in Boone with the App State fans uh, of Sean Clark and and how he's done it? I know he's a uh, homegrown guy there at Appalachian State. So uh, how about Sean Clark leading the Mountaineers into 2023? Yeah, I think uh, I think App has done all the things. They've addressed the areas that they've needed to in terms of um, trying to fix the things that happened at the end of last season. Um, and certainly, Sean Clark is is someone that has recognized that and has been willing to to make some tough decisions um, in terms of making some changes. Uh, the, the big changes that that we've made on our on our staff. Uh, at offensive coordinator, uh, we brought back Frank Ponce after Kevin Barbet left to take the job at Mississippi State. Frank Ponce was the offensive coordinator here, then left to take the QB coach job at Miami under um, under uh, Mario Cristobal. But now he comes back again uh, to, to be the offensive coordinator once more. Uh, so a familiar face there, even though it technically is another new offensive coordinator. On the defensive side, Scott Sloan, um, who was a, a big part of the defensive staff under Scott Satterfield um, before leaving to take on a D.C. role at, at Georgia Southern. He returns now to run the defense at, at App State. We're really excited about having him back. So some guys that are very familiar with, with what it takes to win here and have done a lot of winning here as a part of the coaching staff. Um, so, so that's been big. Uh, bringing in a new strength coach, uh, Matt Greenhall, um, who was a part of the, the strength team uh, when the team was winning championships. Uh, he comes back. He was at Virginia Tech previously, and now it leads our strength program. That has been a huge point of emphasis, um, and certainly we've already seen some, some major results during spring ball and during some of the summer workouts. So uh, Sean Clark is doing everything that he needs to do to try to right the ship. Uh, he knows that there were some things that needed to be done to – uh, to get things going in a better direction. But we, we've got all the faith in the world in him, and, and certainly no one's going to work harder than he will to to make sure this team gets back to, to its winning ways. Adam Witten joining us. We talked with Steve Cotton yesterday about the fun belt. And, man, uh, week to week, uh, it is exciting football, really good football, but you see upsets, you see wild things happen. You talked about the, the game with Troy and, and App State trying to go on the road and winning games uh, in the sun belt was difficult for them last year with all these teams. I'm looking at odds right now adam and south alabama is the favorite to win according to DraftKings. troy behind them coastal third and then app state and marshall right there uh knotted up with the same odds to win the league so again top to bottom uh very challenging very difficult but uh, very exciting right i mean you you've got a, a a regional league that's also very good and that's a that's a good combo to have for a football league yeah i mean it's it's such a fun conference to to be a part of and Yes, I mean, App would, would certainly like to, to be winning 10, 11 games every year and, and get back to winning the conference in consecutive years like they did before the expansion. Um, but this is, this is what makes a league uh, so much fun to be in and, and what makes the league even better um, than it's ever been, which is bringing in more quality teams and having more regional rivalries that fans care about. Um, you know, in the age of when conferences are, are expanding to improve their national footprint or their television market footprint um, app and the Sun Belt have leaned into what, what I think college, what makes college football great, which is the, the regionality of it. So, you know, the fact that app and Marshall get to be conference rivals again, the fact that 
uh, App and James Madison will now build a rivalry as, as two teams that once were powerhouses in, in the at the FCS level. Um, App and Coastal is developing into a nice rivalry, and then even you know bringing in a Southern Miss now from Conference USA uh, to be a part of that. They're going to make the trip to Boone this year. Uh, the Sun Belt is is a great one to be a part of. You can drive to, to almost all of your road uh, road games, um, especially within the division. And so it's, it's great for fans. It's great for rivalries. It's great for the spirit of college football. Um, we love being a part of this league. And, and, but at the same time, we know that, yeah, you're, you're going to play in a lot of these tough games and you're going to probably lose more games than, than you had previously because the league is so much better. Um, but uh, at the end of the day, it's, it's, a, it's a rising tide type of thing. It, it, the league is just going to continue to have more days like it did in week two of last year. You, know, you mentioned – Steve Cotton and Marshall on the same day um, in week two at beats top 10 Texas A&M. Marshall gets that top 10 winning against Notre Dame and, and Georgia Southern beats Nebraska. So yeah. uh, we saw this, we saw the strength of the new league very early on last year. And uh, especially now with the college football playoff expanding in 2024, um, it, it's, they're in a great position to, to be ready to potentially take a, a, a playoff spot somewhere down the road. Adam Witten joining us. Adam, we'll wrap it up today with this. What, what do you feel most confident about when it comes to this football team heading into the season? And uh, what's a concern maybe heading into 2023? Still a, a ways to go this summer uh, before we get into fall camp and everything. But as we sit here in June, um, what, what, how would you answer those two? Yeah, I mean, I, I feel confident, I think, on the on the defensive side of the ball. Um, I'm, I'm very confident about the, the leadership there and what Scott Sloan is going to bring to that defense. Um, I also think they have made some, some really good additions um, through the transfer portal and uh, an outstanding recruiting class uh, from last year. Really, the last two years um, has, has started to develop and, and bring in impact players. So I'm, I'm, I feel pretty confident about what the defense will be able to do this year. The biggest question mark the team has is, is quarterback. Um, this is the first time since really 2014 that App has not really known who its starting quarterback is going to be going into the fall. Um, since 2014, it's been either Taylor Lamb, Zach Thomas, or Chase Bryce. Those have been your three guys, and you knew who the starter was going to be going into the fall each of those years. So this year, I, there are two capable guys, really three, um, and a redshirt freshman, Ryan Berger, uh, Juco transfer Joey Aguilar, and then your true freshman Mason McHugh. So it truly is, in every sense of the phrase, a, a quarterback battle that's going to co- maybe come down to the practices leading up to game week against Gardner Webb. So um, I don't know that I'm necessarily worried about it, but it's it's certainly one of the biggest unknowns and, and the thing that everybody's going to be focused on in fall camp. And we can relate to that. Uh, Adam will be uh, sending out a new starting quarterback in the big house against the Michigan Wolverines. We need to uh, talk to some of you folks uh, about uh, that trip before we head up there. Was it uh, David Jackson, I believe, with the epic call uh, that day when App State Uh, beat Michigan? it was, and, and luckily we had a very well established quarterback in Armani. <laughs> yeah, was only, even though he was only a sophomore, he was still uh, a dynamic player just in his second year. But uh, that certainly helped in pulling off that upset. So yeah, having a having a solidified quarterback position will will be key for you guys, no doubt. Adam really enjoyed the chat and looking forward to the matchup in Boone coming up this September. We'll uh, we'll track you down and uh, see if we can get you on the week of the game. But have a great summer and uh, thanks for joining us today. We appreciate it. 
Yeah, y'all do the same anytime. All righty, there is Adam Witten joining us on the Pirate Radio Live Line ECU App State Week Three. We'll talk about the Week Four. We'll uh, wrap up the non-conference part of the schedule on Thursday when we talk Gardner Webb football with Phil Constantino. Uh, play-by-play voice of the Gardner Webb running Bulldogs. So we got that on the way on Thursday. We'll uh, dive into the conference schedule coming up next week right here on Pirate Radio Live. Let's take a break. Will Bland in the house, former Pirate wide receiver, head coach of the J.H. Rose Rampants. Talk about what uh, he's got going on. Got a seven-on-seven tournament coming up, and we'll get an off-season update with Coach Bland when we return Pirate Radio Live after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back to the program. Russell's Clothing in downtown Washington has everything you need for game day or any other day for men and women. Whether it's dress, casual, or even a formal occasion, Russell's has you covered. Russell's has has have served Eastern North Carolina and beyond for 40 years with quality clothing and personal service. Russell's Clothing on Main Street in downtown Washington. Pirates supporting Pirates. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's your host, Flip Brock. All right, back with your Pirate Radio Live fired up because Will Bland is here. And, uh, yes, sir. I'm excited for a couple reasons. I like talking to Will for one, but number two, it means we're getting closer to football, it and that's always a good thing. Will, how you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. You know, very excited. Um, I think we got less than 60, 60 days before we started up um, to get out there on the gridiron and start try to compete for a state championship. Yes, sir. And uh, got a cool event going on next Friday. Saw this uh, on Twitter earlier this week and wanted to get you on to talk about it. And, and it's kind of interesting, Will. You probably hadn't heard, but uh, ECU – it appears they're going to have a made uh, one of those tournaments, those preseason tournaments in Minji's Coliseum for basketball. Oh, really? And you said something where you've been go- traveling all over the East and other places to take your team for these events, and you said, well, why not have one right here at J.H. Rose? So uh, that's kind of what ECU basketball is doing, and uh, a cool idea. The Marvin Jarman 7-on-7 tournament uh, going to be the first time here at J.H. Rose coming up next Friday, and uh, you got some schools coming in to compete against. Oh, yeah, and, and we have We've got a great competition um, coming in. You know, we got Havelock, Northeastern, um, North Pitt. Um, Kansas will be there. Hereford County will be there as well as myself. And, you know, it's been a work for about two years trying to figure out, hey, we do all this travel. We go to Northeast and we go to all the college camps and do 707. Why can't we do something here? And then just trying to figure out a name for it. And then why not Marvin Jarman? Because he's the face of Greenville Rose, <laughs> face of North Carolina. Basically, everybody know who he is. Um, we want to celebrate with him as well as get the fans out there so everybody can meet the legend that is Marvin Jarman. So he'll be out there ready to go? He, he Hopefully he'll be out there hand the trophy. <laughs> <laughs> next friday night uh so it's gonna be five bucks to get in you'll have food trucks out there concessions will be open so uh gonna be a big night and you said will you're doing it at night so hopefully if it is hot that day it'll, it'll cool off a little bit right and then you get to have um get the opportunity to come out there and see everybody compete see the players compete have fun socialize i don't know get a little banter back and forth about your teams and stuff and um just have good football and then doing it when the nice 
cool environment um, under the lights um, just to get you all get you ready for what's about to happen in a couple more weeks after that. You're going to get started at 6 o'clock yeah, next should, Friday? Yeah, 6 o'clock next Friday and then before they go on their dare week where we can't touch the kids so we'll be able to get a good competition in before they take that week off. Were you guys a part of the Beast of the East at ECU this year? Yeah, we did. We went out there. Um, we finished five and one. We lost in the um, third round to um, Millbrook, uh, who's a very good team in North Carolina. Uh, but I thought the kids did great. It was the first time I was able to see some of our new pieces in place um, perform out there, and I thought the kids did a great job out there, especially with the heating and stuff. Well, uh, so Will as a skill guy, wide receiver. You like throwing the football. You like points. But let's give some love to the uh, the big uglies up front. How about your your o-line and d-line and i know ecu's had those camps as well will do you see a lot of big man camps uh, along with the seven on seven stuff our guys go um to a lot of individual big man camps mm-hmm. where they go out and try to get better but i've been blessed with having a very good offensive line coach that treshawn matthew who's been with me for the last seven years uh he does a great job with the guys uh, uh especially with making sure they stay together making sure they know the technique um how we want stuff run and and that's why that's one of the biggest reasons why we're so successful because uh, we get our big guys in the trench and doing what they're supposed to do so will you mentioned a uh, dead period coming up uh hands-off period but how about now uh, what kind of work are you able to get in day in day out with your football team well we do we've been doing summer heat for the last two weeks uh, we started in june 12th so they've been coming out there every day from eight to um about 11.30, working um, with our skilled guys, with our young kids that come in for the 8th grade. I think mm-hmm. we got about 120 kids out there right now. So just trying to make sure that everybody's on the same page, knowing where they got to be, trying to get the, um, the young guys to get a, accustomed to how we run things at J.S. Rose. That's one of the big issues. That, hey, you can't be late. You can't show up when you want to show up here. This is a program. This is how we run things. That's why we're so successful at what we do. We, uh, man, we talk about it with football, you know, maybe – parents getting kids out of football we had covid and all that stuff so we wondered about numbers and and people showing up sounds like that's not a problem out of jh rose that's a good thing to hear it is it's a good thing to hear and you know um and we keep getting new ones by the day the biggest problem trying to have helmets for the kids and um (laughs) yeah a lot of gear yeah a lot of gear and trying to make sure we get them all dressed and um if it keeps going though we might have to have a freshman team out there so we can get them to compete so we'll make sure everybody has the opportunity to get some time and stuff so how many friends are there a lot any of those around here freshman teams no no but um you know Aiden Grinson starting up their JV team again so yeah. we might be able to do something with them okay. I know I got one set up with the Tarpon JV team because they got a lot of teams that don't like to play them so we can get our freshmen out there hmm. and you know Havelock and Jacksonville normally has big rosters so we're trying to get them to set up a JV team also awesome sounds good talking to Will Bland so what's the uh the rest of your I guess June and July look like, Will. So you'll be able to be with the team next week. That'll culminate in the 7-on-7 tournament that folks can go out and watch next Friday, 6 o'clock at J.H. Rose. And then what happens after that? Well, um, well, tomorrow we actually leave to go to the FCA camp up in um, Mount Olive. So we get some work up there on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, come back Saturday um, evening. So we get to um, get our kids' competition there, and then we'll come back and do that last week in the afternoon session and then get them guys a week off so, so they can – enjoy some of that summer before we get them back yeah and then second week in july we got the titan football camp that we always host and then we'll be at the coaches clinic and then last week in july we'll try to get everything squared away to, for the start of the season your schedule is packed I, I know. <laughs> tell me about it i gotta try to try to keep it 
somewhere to figure out so I can make sure I keep the wife and family happy and make sure they can see me. You might get a day off, I guess, in December. Is that what we're looking at? Yeah, look, yeah, that's <laughs> no, the plan <laughs> at the end of December. <laughs> uh, so a busy time coming up, but a really fun time. Looking forward to some Friday night lights here in eastern North Carolina. And uh, how you feel about your team this year? Who are uh, some of the guys you're excited about? Well, you know, we um, we got some guys that we got moved in. Um, quarterback, um, Jason Shepard, he's, he's been a real um, pleasure to have as well. Um, Kachami Hines, but we got the guys that are coming back. Landon Richards on on the wide receiver, Malachi Keys. We got um, Justin Biggs, who's been doing a great job this offseason. Uh, Cameron Bass, um, Jaden Lover, who's our six three quarterback that can show that he can start reading the defense better in as well as play some offense. So you might see that big kid out there running some routes and stuff. And then I'm just happy on the defense side that we're able to incorporate Coach Light. We got him back on the staff. So yeah, that's awesome. So he's been doing a great job out there with Coach Daniel and stuff getting the kids and we're gonna be young in the secondary but i think we were very experienced we're very talented so if they keep um, putting the effort in keep getting better we'll be a very hard out we talk about uh the beast that is this conference every year will and interested to see if newburn can continue to win tory now uh, announcing that uh he'll be stepping down moving on to a new job and man he did such a great job winning games there kind of bringing back that tradition in newburn so uh we'll see if that can continue without him but man week in week out it is uh it's a tough league and it is it is and you know we try to make our non-conference schedule a little tough to deal with our lead that we have so we're playing new Hanover the first game northeastern second week third week we got um Hawk, uh, Northern Nash, and then fourth we got Hogger. So we got some very stiff competition that we got to play in the well at the top of our conference. So I think we can get out of the conference, non-conference schedule pretty good. Then we'll be um, set up to make a good run. Will Bland joining us inside the Pirate Radio Studios one more time. Got the seven on seven uh, tournament coming up. So is it, it's a tournament. Is there? There's going to be a champion crowned at the end of it. How does it all work? Yeah. So we, basically, each team will get to play uh, round robin, something like just like East Carolina. So we're going to go three games for everybody, and then we'll start the tournament, and it's going to be double elimination. Um, and then the, um, the winner get crowned with a trophy. The runner up has one. And then we're going to qu- crown the offense and defense MVP. All right, and that's next Friday. Friday, June 30th at 6 o'clock, J.H. Rose High School. Five bucks you get in to get to see some entertaining football, and they'll have food trucks and concessions available as well. So that's a cool event, Will. You say first annual, so you're planning on hopefully doing this uh, more. I hope so. I hope we can do it more, get um, get more teams involved in it. Uh, at first, we were trying to get like 16 teams, but, you know, six was started off. We can get this rolling and get a lot of crowd and a lot of excitement behind this one. Then hopefully we, it can continue to grow and uh, it could be the fourth, fifth, sixth annual Marvin Jarvin. And as long as he's <laughs> around, he'll be giving that trophy out. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. And, uh, Will, we'll talk to you again before the season starts. And I'll see you at Parker's Barbecue, my favorite event of the year. I know. That hey. media day. <laughs> I'll be, You know I'll be there. Yeah, I know, me too. <laughs> so, uh, But we'll keep in touch, do it again. But I want to get you on to talk about this. But good luck. Uh, have a good rest of your offseason. And we'll talk again soon. All right, sounds great. Thank you. Former Pirate wide receiver, now the head football coach at J.H. Rose, Will Bland, joining us. Chandler, we need to open up the booty bag and make somebody a winner. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Will, you used to bump some Bubba Sparks back in the day? I did, just a little bit. A little bit. All right, 317-1250. Chandler, what are we giving away today? Let's do a $10 gift card to Familia. All right, Familia, Fire Tower Road in Winterville. I have had the pizza of the week back-to-back weeks two weeks ago. Buffalo chicken. Last week, bacon and onion. This week, uh, sausage and green pepper. 
Damn, I'm gonna have to do it again. I think my plan. <laughs> I'm gonna is, have to do it for the third straight week. My plan is to go there tomorrow night after work. It's a Thursday a or Friday for me. I'm with you. All right, so $10 gift card on the line right now. We'll do caller 4, 317-1250. We're back with more after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome back to the program. East Plumbing, Viva Electric, and Rolling Black Heating and Cooling have teamed up to form New Blue Service Group, offering Eastern North Carolina the best in plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services. Same great local team. Same great local service, just a new name. For plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services, go to callnewblue.com. That's callnublue.com. New Blue Service Group, where we are redefining service excellence. Sing it, Clip Rock. If you hold on for one more day, things will go your way. Hold on for one more day. Wow, you cut it abruptly, didn't I, you? I wanted to. That was that was <laughs> all right. Uh man, a major omission on my music festival, not having Wilson Phillips there. Just to sing Hold On four times. Hold on. <laughs> Can you imagine the sea of people singing Hold On? And what a message that would send to the world. That's a beautiful thing. I'll tell you what's a beautiful thing, man. Man. ECU opponent preview with uh, Adam Witten from App State, followed up by a uh, some JH Rose high school football talk. Like football is in our grasp. We're getting there, man. Uh, we're gonna have some fantasy football talk uh, Friday. Our buddy CW, who comes on every summer to talk fantasy, uh, will be on this Friday when Tony's here. So that'll be fun. We'll start to. I kind of want to do a an overall look at the rankings as they sit right now, and also new faces in new places who's where that's fantasy relevant that changed teams this offseason i need that for myself but also for the folks out there so we'll do that coming up on friday 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 gotta get down on friday Did you see rebecca black was that her name mm-hmm. the one who made friday yeah, yeah she black. had a um a banger of a tweet she had a banger of a song too uh june 16th the oakland a's said gotta get down on friday they spelled it p-h-i-r day because they were playing the phillies and it's okay so it said gotta get down on friday and they, they attributed the quote rebecca black's cousin who was from philly rebecca black quote tweeted that and said i don't have a cousin from philly sell the team so ah! he roast the Oakland A's just out of nowhere. Pretty harsh. Oh, my God. That's how you know you're in a sticky situation. When you got Rebecca Black giving you flack about yeah. your Hey, spit, situation. son. You spit. 
He's spitting, son. <laughs> Spit that fire. <laughs> Rebecca Black giving you flack, Black. giving you oh. no slack. Oh. You know that? Hey, don't step on that crack. You know, Jack? <laughs> you'll, you'll break your mama's back. Uh, do you know what number Gavin Williams will be wearing tonight? 63. 63. Wow. Wow. I tell you what, though. If he's good, he can make that number really cool. You know what I'm saying? Do I? Like, there's no other 63s out there you think of when it comes to jerseys. He could be the 63. Like, I remember, like, Yaziel Puig having 66. Yeah. And thinking. Mario Lemieux had 66. I was like. Josh Moylan. Yeah, but after Josh he throws Moylan. a perfect game tonight, he'll be choosing whatever number he wants. Man, those jersey sales are going to be nuts mlbshop.com get your gavin williams gear right now gavin williams will be taking the bump tonight for the guardians when they take on the oakland athletics uh florida advances to the college world series championship series when they uh will be facing either wake or lsu coming up and on saturday tonight you've got lsu trying to stay alive uh, when they take on the demon deacons some finals from earlier today in major league baseball houston beat the mets 10 to 8 was that final raise over the orioles 7 to 2 the reds won their 11th straight game 5 to 3 over the rockies diamondbacks beat the brewers 5 to 1 right now the nationals lead the cardinals two nothing in the eighth inning let's see if burley's in the lineup today for st louis he is not and that's why they're losing put burley in you know what don't i hate the cardinals i'm glad they suck i was but so i want burley to, to do see good a gore versus burley matchup last night yeah and when i found out burley was not in the lineup i was like that man literally just won you a game like a week and a half ago put him in the lineup put him in what are we doing? I mean, seriously. Sell oh, them. hey, Burley, great job. Thanks for getting the only run in this game and for us winning one to nothing. Uh, by the way, go sit down on the bench. You're not playing for like two weeks. We're going to reward you with a two-week vacation. Yeah, I was thinking that's probably what it was, is a little two-week vacation for winning the game. You God. get to go to live baseball games, get a great seat, but not participate in those games. I hate to interrupt this, but the devil is beaten the tar out of his wife with the sunlight out right now too. my gosh that is the most rain the hardest rain i've seen in bright sunlight maybe in my life look at that i don't want your life y'all have heard y'all never you've never heard of the devil beating his wife no. that means the, the it's raining that with the rain. sun out no i got the yeah i, got I mean the we got it <laughs> i didn't know the devil well, i said it and jerry was like and the sun's out too i didn't know the devil was married <laughs> oh yeah mrs devil don't don't want to get a hold of her. Is she bad? Oh, she's bad. Bad yeah. to the bone. She's hot. Literally. <laughs> she's hot. Uh it looks like a movie set, you know, when it's like fake rain, like they make it rain so much that it don't even look real. That's how it looks outside right now. That is crazy. Yeah, like we've never seen rain before. <laughs> what is that falling from the sky? What is that? All right. Uh, we got to take one more break, don't we? Yes, we do. Well, let's get it in. We'll come back. Sing your heart out. By the way, those scores on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by DeBug. Do they have open mic night? Or is it Monday just... Night. Uh, uh, well, they have karaoke. They have karaoke on Tuesdays, open mic night on Mondays. I need to go sing this. Because I know there's pain. Why do you lock yourself up in these chains, these chains? 
No one can change your life except for you. Don't ever let anyone step all over you. Just open your heart and your mind. Ooh, is it really fair to feel this way inside? All right, everybody, sing it. Someday somebody's gonna make you wanna turn around and say goodbye. Till then, baby, are you gonna let them hold you down and make you cry? Cause you know, don't you know, things will change. Things that go your way If you hold on for one more day If you hold on for one more day We'll be right back Things will go your way Hold on for one more day You can sustain Ooh, but are you comfortable in the thing? No one to blame your unhappiness. Oh, baby, you got yourself into your own mess. We'll set up the uh, mouse and play it. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the program. Did you miss the show on Pirate Radio? Listen to all of Pirate Radio's archive local programming by subscribing to us on wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe today by going to the podcast app on your phone. And, man, they got to redo this. On your phone by visiting PR927FM.com. Let's head back into PRL. Here's your host, Clip Brock. Well done. Uh, my apologies to the uh, Facebook crew today. My chat wouldn't update. I saw we had two comments all day. I just refreshed it. We had 23. So I apologize for missing all your comments throughout the show i will make sure to uh monitor that on thursday when we have uh, our guests coming up including alex flynn ecu quarterback will join us coming up on the show also phil constantino of gardner webb the play-by-play voice of the running bulldogs brandon manning is back from his euro trip so we'll uh, talk to b-man about that and uh, more coming up. Jeff Nadeau, planning to catch up with him. We'll do more college football previewing. So a big show on tap for Thursday. Hope you join us and have a good time with us here on Pirate Radio Live. For the Chan Man, Joey, and the crew here at Pirate Radio, I am Clip Brock. Jeff Charles, take us home. Have a great night, Eastern Carolina. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.